Last week, two weeks ago, two weeks, we discussed Indiana Jones. We did. That was fun. A thing we never thought we'd do. Mm-hmm. And now we find ourselves again <laughs> at a thing. I, you know, I'm not even a hundred percent certain we've ever even like. You'll remind me, but have we even talked about doing this before? Uh if it has come up, it has been the briefest of drive-bys, and oh, this will be kind of fun. But that that's been about it. It's not been well, of any substance. Yeah. So what we're doing, and I want to give some credit here because uh, uh, Matt Murray put this in my brain, listener Matt Murray and friend, um, when we recently crowdsourced ideas for what has now become Halloween at Halloween, one of the ideas that presented itself was Halloween episodes of TV series, mm-hmm. which I was like, okay, that actually is a fun idea. Yep. But what it did is connected the dots for me to what we're actually doing right now. So which awesome. is taking that idea and amplifying it into the Treehouse of Horror. There's oh. no more beating around the bush. We are for Halloween at Halloween going to be for TV guideposts for patron segments discussing episodes of The Simpsons that are their signature yearly starting with season two uh, Treehouse of Horror episodes. One episode per TV guidepost. This will not be the lengthy 30 minute Stranger Things, I don't think. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. And meant to be just fun and a way to squeeze a little extra Halloween content up in here. Absolutely. So briefest of introductions. I of course have watched the Simpsons since I was roughly 10 years old. Um, way, way before I was permitted (laughs) to watch the Simpsons. I watched the Simpsons. I can still remember watching this episode. Um, and I, I believe at the time I was 11 when I watched this episode and this was the first foray into like Simpsons were really popular. They were in their separate second season, continuing to grow in popularity. Um, and this, it, the reason why this is called the Treehouse of horror is because this particular episode literally all takes place up with Lisa and Bart in a treehouse sharing stories together. So that is why even as the seasons progress and as more and more, wacky zany fantasy and horror themed episodes present themselves they still call these sequence of episodes the treehouse of horror and they just numerically uh place them uh it's always one season earlier than the season or one numeric earlier than the season that they're in so treehouse of horror five is in season six etc etc so um i'm excited to do this because this is just this is fun. It's just uh, it's, it's it, what season is what season is the Simpsons in now? Uh, they are going something? into it is. I always forget this because the numbers bleed together, but I believe they're going into thirty six. Um, Goodness gracious! Yeah, they and it was in the thirties. I just couldn't quite remember. Yeah, when. Uh, I, I, I'm 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 struggling in the moment, calling myself a bad Simpsons fan to remember if they are in thirty five or thirty six. But I know that they have been renewed through season thirty six, which is why that number sticks out to my brain. But um, But yeah, it's, it's insane. There is, you could watch, 
uniquely in a year two brand new episodes of The Simpsons every day for a year and never repeat an episode. That is how many there are to just intake. It's just, it's absolutely insane. And I love it. And I want it to keep going on just forever. Well, well, let the listeners know what Mm -hmm. your edicts were for discussing, at least in this case, this particular Treehouse of Horror and uh, presumably subsequent ones. So how we're going to tackle these, because obviously we're not, you know, we're not going to dive into a bunch of theme stuff for this. This is fun. This is, you know, just celebrating Halloween times. Um, So what we're going to do is every single episode of Treehouse of Horror with The Simpsons has three little vignettes, three mini stories that they share. They usually have a framing device, but sometimes the framing device doesn't have much to it other than like a gag. Um, So there are three vignettes that they have. What we will do in these conversations is we will pick which one of those three segments are our personal favorite and talk about that, talk about why. Um, We will briefly summarize the segments with a fog coup. I have one fog coup for the entire episode. Um, And Mm -hmm. then... We are going to have our favorite sort of joke. Uh, now, the joke can be a line. The joke can be a visual gag. It can be a combination. It can be a whatever, but just your favorite little joke inside any of the three segments. It doesn't have to be contained into what you picked for your favorite segment, but uh, that's uh, that'll be it. And then we'll move on with the rest of content. Does that sound good? Does that sound you like it? Does it does sound good. Why don't you start us off with your fuck you for... Treehouse right. of Horror, Volume okay. 1. So here's how I did this. We'll see if we can pick up on how I structured this. This is my fog coup for Treehouse of Horror, Season 2 of The Simpsons, and the first Treehouse of Horror. New house is haunted. Aliens kidnap Simpsons. Homer Allen Poe. Summarized that. <laughs> I decided to devote a line. What, what listeners couldn't see is the, like, slight... Like it's a split second smug satisfaction on your face when you finish that Homer Allen Poe bit. You're like, loved it. I'm laughing. I'm laughing internally. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you could hear the applause inside my head, but I could. Homer Allen Poe, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> uh, okay. Did you did you make you. one for this one or no? Of course I did. Awesome. Um, so mine is The Shining reversed. Oh. Aliens speak true. Who knew? A Sith Lord quotes Poe. <laughs> <laughs> that must be said because it's it's probably one of the rare bit of didactic trivia that pops up is that yes, the the presence of the one, the only James Earl Jones lending his voice in every segment of uh this. He is the um uh, the guy, the moving company guy in the first one, he is one of the aliens huh. in uh, the middle one. And then, of course, uh, we get a wonderful rendition of James Earl Jones's reading of The Raven for the third one, which is really, really fun. I do like that my autocorrect, because I was, I guess, typing on the fly, uh, translated it uh, Jane's Earl Jones, <laughs> like the possessive Jane. It's her Earl Jones. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've, have you met Jane's Earl Jones? What? <laughs> <laughs> she she has one you don't have your old yeah. girls <laughs> you can get it on uh, best buy uh, okay so that's your fuck you yep there it is and mine and your favorite i want to tell my favorite joke you yeah yeah just you want to do because uh, favorite you have such a deep a deep bench of knowledge of this stuff that i i've always enjoyed the simpsons but i am not a it's just it's just too much at this point um <laughs> but you and it's i saw task. the simpsons movie together 
In we theater. sure did. It's probably the rare movie that we saw in the theater together that I actively enjoyed. I I, I loved it. So yeah, I don't quite remember it well enough. Um, <laughs> but I guess that's a good thing in this case because <laughs> many of the films we see together in the theater are, are not great. Are not <laughs> not pleasant experiences. Um, so I really watched with an eye towards kind of the bits and the gags. Um, so some of them good. were a little more forecasted or, or telegraphed. Um, but so, so this filter was based on unexpected, like, mm. okay, mm. that made me chuckle um, and, and sort of enjoy the, the experience of unexpectedly laughing at a thing. And you already referenced him, but it's the, the line from the moving worker in uh bad dream house when they've just uh these these movers have helped the simpsons move in move into this haunted house and homer tips the guy a dollar <laughs> and and just walking away <laughs> yeah that moving worker he says a buck glad there's a curse on this place <laughs> i was just like okay that's funny. That's funny. That's a clever bit of scripting. So it is great. wild. I, I, like, I'm sure tomes have been written on this or podcasts have been recorded about this. But, you know, sort of like SNL, The Simpsons is such a deep, deep bench of of future uh, present at the time and future comic talent. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that, that kind of spins in all directions in its 36 years or however long it is. But anyway, so that was a really funny joke to me of Treehouse of Horror Volume 1. What about you? I love it. So here's what's interesting. I Dad Gummit, I had another one too. Go ahead. Go ahead and name your second one. Because I don't know if I'm going to okay. avoid I don't know if I'm going to avoid name it. There are two that I'm like, I can't pick between these two. So okay. Um the other one that really brought a smile to my heart was oh oh they're making they're on the alien ship in <laughs> Hungry Are the Damned. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Pong. That's what it is. <laughs> they're, uh, uh, the aliens have, they're trying to showcase their forms of entertainment that they have prepared for the Simpsons. And one of them is, I think he references table tennis or something like that. He's like, here is your, here is a electronic version of your human table tennis. And it's literally the game Pong. It's Pong. And the Simpsons start making fun of them. Like, okay, you know, get that Pong. Homer's like, we've been playing that as long before we were married, you know, Fim and Marge. And uh, <laughs> the alien says, we did build the spaceship, you know. <laughs> and then I think the other one, I can't remember if it's the same character, but he says, anyone on this ship who's mastered intergalactic travel, raise your hand. <laughs> it's so it's just a really great. I do love really that great one. retort. Oh, God, I love that line. So so I, I had two that I couldn't choose between. So uh, yeah. I, I'm going to I'm going to reference the one from that is the introduction of Kang and Kodos. Worth noting, as you, I don't know how many of these you have seen over time and how many of these you'll be watching for the first time, but Kang and Kodos, not all three aliens, because the third alien that James Earl Jones voices, um, uh, Kang and Kodos show up in every Treehouse of Horror somewhere, even if it's mm. only for a blip cameo gag. And sometimes they are part of one of the segments, but they, sh- they show up in every one. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but when, uh, the flying saucer is picking up the family and it starts to pick up Homer oh, and it, yeah. it, it starts to pick up Homer and it struggles. So it needs a second tractor beam to come. <laughs> oh, poor it's Homer. just so funny. Um, so I, I did love that one. I love that for a visual gag, but the other one that I love so much, and I'll just, I, I'm not going to be able to 
affect Dan Castellaneta effectively. So I'm just going to repeat the lines in my own way. But where he was saying like, you forgot to mention that it was built on an Indian burial ground. He waits a beat and he's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> and then <laughs> waits a beat. He's like, well, that's not my recollection. Five or six times, huh? Yeah. It just, it's, it's the full commitment to that one side of the phone conversation. Then when he hangs it up, he, oh, says, yeah. he says he mentioned it five or six times. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, <laughs> my favorite part of that whole sequence because i love the commitment but my favorite part of the whole sequence is just after a beat he's like no you didn't (laughs) (laughs) god it's so great oh homo oh i love it Mm. so much but uh yeah these are these are fun these are just uh so what would okay so your last question was favorite of the of the tales yeah so you want me to go first on that so Mm -hmm. honestly and, and and i'll be able to be brief about my affection for this but that that little seven minute rendition of the Raven is like special. Like it's first of all, you get James Earl Jones reading it, but also Dan Castellaneta doing the outraged Homer voice, quoting mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe's lines. It's, it's wonderful. Like it's, it's, it, it's so uh, meta. And at the same time, it's actually a really effective rendition of that play or of that poem, visually speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's funny, but it's also really true to the text. And I just I I, I love it. I think that I think that little rendition is like. Did really I special. catch? You know, d- d- doesn't Homer yell "quaffed"? Yes. Quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so funny because when he said it, I was like, "What did he say?" Oh, that's a. Yeah. It's like it's like me saying cosplay that last <laughs> crap Take for it left and right. Beat from out my heart. No, I think that's a fair and probably in a pure objective fashion a, a better selection. Um, or you know the I suppose the right selection. I actually opted for Bad Dream House only because from a from a originality standpoint, clearly the Raven is the Raven. Uh, Hunger of the Damned is clearly a riff on the Twilight Zone, an inversion right. of the Twilight right. Zone. Uh, the reason I enjoyed Bad Dream House is even though I reference The Shining, it's honestly a little bit more poltergeist uh, based on that phone call conversation, but is I just love the finale of it. it, it the the <laughs> end gag is really it's funny. Oh, so great. Know, it's like life with the Simpsons. And it just, the house just disappears or what? I don't remember the exact lines, but the house just folds in on itself. Says, like, nope. what choice do I have? And then he, he blips yeah. out. <laughs> I love Lisa's dismissal. What? Oh, he chose to destroy himself rather than live with us. One can't help but feel a little rejected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so great. So for that reason, just because I, I really enjoyed the, the button of the whole yeah. piece, I, I chose that one as my Well, favorite. and also, and worth noting, because obviously, you know, we'll do this the whole run of Halloween at Halloween, but worth noting that, you know, it's your favorite segment. So there is no wrong answer. It's just what you, what stood out to you as like, of these three, this was my favorite. And so, yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be objectively the, you know, the, 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 the better one just like, yep, that was, that was my favorite. And uh, there, there are going to be some episodes coming up that it's going to be hard to pick a favorite. Cause there's a couple of episodes where it's just really like, man, there's all three are just top level comedy. They're just fantastic. That's awesome. So yeah, I'm um, excited. Well, Reed, uh, that's our first TV guidepost of the Simpsons Treehouse of horror volume one from, I love it. 94, 92. No, this, this was 90. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, this was not. Wow. I'm, I'm fairly certain season two was 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 ninety because they started in eighty nine, and so this would have aired in October of ninety 
for their second season. Wow. So, yep. That was a long time ago, bro. (laughs) Sure was. On that note. Okay, so yes, we are discussing volume two of the Treehouse of Horror from season three of The Simpsons. Blake, you're our guest. Thank you so much for being a part of this. What we have asked uh, ourselves and you as guest is now, I suppose, if you wanted to, um, you know, call an audible, (laughs) I'm going to get that reference wrong. But if you decided you didn't want to do the fuck you, you don't have to. But we are going to discuss our favorite joke, our favorite story from the uh, uh, Treehouse of Horror, and at least Reed and I, and you are welcome to join us. Will, fuck you. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Reed. I'm just, I'm just gonna put it out there right now. I'm probably not gonna do the fuck you. That's okay. Good. okay. That's good. okay. That's, that's all right. That's you all right. Know? To right. each their own. <laughs> to each their own. Dinner, dinner first. So um, there's a reason they, why. I, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> there's a reason i leave poetics to other people Mm, (laughs) mm, that's that's fair that's fair okay so i'm ready with mine nathan i'm sure you have one so uh i do have one for treehouse of horror 2 here we go here is the fog coup for treehouse of horror 2 monkey's paw mishaps bart makes all his thoughts come true brain surgery burns i dig it i like it yeah mine is Party time stories, wishes, bad son, Frank and do Kang and Kodos laugh. That's <laughs> my fuck you for volume two. It's, it's very um, nice. It's very nice. So, I love it. Yes, thank you. And this in this particular episode, uh, the framing device is as mentioned in my fuck you party stories, Halloween party time at the Simpson home, <laughs> and they're just sharing stories of which is a. A riff on the monkey's paw, uh, followed by, I mean, I, it's got a bit of Twilight Zone vibe, right? It I mean, there's Twilight a voiceover. Zone. It's, yes, it's yes, a direct yes. Twilight Zone adaptation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I did, that part I didn't know, but yeah. I figured based on the voiceover that it was yeah. the Twilight Zone that, reference. And, and, and then what? I'm not going to, yeah. uh, that, that episode is, or the Twilight Zone episode it's referring to is called It's a Good Life. And it is literally this same exact plot. A like nine year old boy manifests his every thought. And and so if anybody crosses paths with him or displeases him in any way, he will exile them into oblivion. So, yep, that's it. And then lastly is what I called Frank and Homer. It's, you know, it's at least a spin on Dr. Frankenstein's monster. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, Blake, Blake, do you are you do you like Simpsons? What's your what's your history with the show? So I I mean, I grew up in a house where my mom despised it. Uh, for whatever reason, but whenever she was like gone for the weekend or something, my dad and I would watch. <laughs> so, um, I, I grew up knowing, like knowing the Simpsons and, and enjoying it. So I've always kind of been a fan, never one to like watch it all the way through or anything like that. Sure. But yeah. Isn't it I wild? It. I, I think about this sometimes, like, you know, there's, there's the Simpsons, the South Park kind of, you know, blew wide the doors of animated, uh, left of center family fair. In other words, you know mm-hmm. wh- what a family would or would not imbibe or tolerate. And it's just wild to think, which you got to remember that Simpsons started 30 plus years ago. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. 89. And so, yeah. you know, the fact that I'm Bart Simpson, who the hell are you was ever scandalous. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's right. I, I don't 
know what that says about the future of our society. But <laughs> and then and then Bob's Burgers brought it back to the center. Yeah, basically. Well, well, I, I, I have no familiarity Bob's Burgers with the show, is like so, I don't know. so good. It's so good. Bob's, Bur- Bob's Burgers is amazing. I mean, I'm a Simpsons yeah. loyalist, and this is not a conversation about uh, Bob's Burgers, but. If there's anybody out there who uh, is is interested in something that is a little bit more sort of palatable, you find South Park and all the rest a bit too biting. Uh, maybe even find Simpsons at times a bit too biting. Man, Bob's Burgers is wonderful. That is a wonderful, wonderful show. That's mm-hmm. a, I love huh. Bob's Burgers. Doesn't yeah. doesn't have a cynical bone in its body. It's it's wonder. It's yeah yeah. I mean yeah. I could okay. go on and on well. about it. Yeah. I, Hearty recommendation. I did not know its tone. I did not know the flavor of Bob's Burgers whatsoever. It's it's so great. It's so you know, whetting my appetite for yeah, it. It's, it's it's delightful. And if you were to dive into, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I get it. Um, and uh, if you were to dive into it and order it from the menu, then you'd have like thirteen different seasons to go through. I think thirteen mm. or fourteen. So it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty voluminous. Feel pretty full. And a movie now. Yeah. yeah, a movie from yeah. this year. So interesting. Okay. Well, there's. Back to the show. <laughs> so Halloween. <laughs> so um, so let, let me let me throw this out for this particular Treehouse of Horror. I actually was kind of just okay on. I, okay. Like it mm-hmm. it had a few a few blips of of that I chuckled at, but even the first one I, I found a little more charming than this one. This one is pretty direct. And, and in part, you know, I didn't know the, even though I understood twilight zone as a frame, as a frame of reference for the middle one, I didn't know it was a direct adaptation. And so I, I do think there's a world where thus far and, and possibly into the future, they riff so directly on particular things. Sometimes if you're, if you don't have the joke, if you don't have the resource to get it, it's more just kind of like, well, I mean, okay, yeah. you know, that yeah. that's super, super Bart doing malevolent things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. To, um, to affirm what you're saying there, for the last 10, maybe 12 years, virtually every Treehouse of Horror, which I still enjoy and still watch because I still regularly watch The Simpsons. Uh, I'm kind of just bought in at this point now. I'm just not, I'm just never not going to watch it. Um, but the Treehouse of Horrors have essentially been where the gag is, isn't it funny to see this Simpsons character in this persona? That's, that's practically been what it's been for the past like 12 years is just, I mean, it's, it's still charming and humorous to a degree, but a large part of it is just, you know, these early episodes, they do have a tendency to, um, you know, make more, actual comedy rooted in whatever the story is going on. But again, recently it's been significantly more just sight gags and, and kind of uh, easy puns as it were. So, yeah, but I will also affirm that like, there's a, there's an energy around the first one that feels a bit, um, you know, like taboo. Um, and, and this time around, it doesn't quite capture that same energy in the second. I mean, I love these early ones, but where and we will get to some of them through this series, but where the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror reach like prime rib state are going to be in like season four, five, and six. You really start they, they just start dropping haymakers with really really strong comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, I remember it being a, a staple of Halloween growing up. Mm-hmm. We'd always watch the even if we didn't watch much of it that year, we would watch Treehouse of Horror. So great. So great. Well, um, you said you were just kind of okay on it. 
let's let's lead this let's lead this time around. I think we did it in reverse last time. Let's lead this time around with what our favorite segment is. What of these three stories, uh, Nathan? Direct question to you. What of these three stories was your favorite? I think probably Monkey's Paw. Okay. Um, you know, because I think in some ways, even if you're building on a pre-existing concept, the the notion of wishes gone sideways, there's a lot of creative liberties you can go to with that. And so I kind of appreciated uh, because because a yes, I didn't totally cop the reference for the Twilight Zone one. You know, Frankenstein's going to be a pretty familiar sort of story uh thread i think for me the monkey's paw Mm -hmm. one um it's probably the standout of these three yeah what uh would you say blake what was your favorite of these three segments uh i think on the whole i'm gonna say i'm I'm gonna actually agree with the monkey's paw i think it's the funniest all the way through um because the monkey's paw is a story that is just the perfect setup for jokes yeah i mean Mm -hmm. you could literally go any direction with it because you don't have to even be tied directly to the story. Um, there's just a lot of things you can do with it. Um, I will say that the end of the Twilight Zone uh, adaptation is one of my favorite moments. <laughs> it's so it's great. The, uh, it's where where they're having this touching dad, fa- you know, father-son moment, and he wakes up and he's screaming because that's the horror. Um, <laughs> that's his nightmare. <laughs> and so, so that gave me the biggest laugh, but on the actual whole, like I would say that the monkey's paw gave me the most chuckles all the way through. So yeah. We um we're three for three. I cited the monkey's paw as well as as my favorite segment. I think uh, I think it is the strongest insulated piece of of comedic storytelling. Um, again, I also like both of the other ones perfectly fine. Um, I think this one the the stories just kind of have some diminishing returns. Like the by the time you get to the third one, I was chuckling a little bit less and everything. And again, I've I've seen these episodes multiple times. So they're still very familiar to me, but every time I watch the Monkey's Paul one, I do still appreciate and enjoy the fact that I'm watching it. The jokes still land for me. I still largely enjoy it. So, uh, so yeah, the, I think I think it's pretty uh, telling that we all three cited that one as our favorite segment for it. Uh, Blake, I'm going to come back to you for what okay. was and 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 maybe you just cited it, but what did you write mm-hmm. down as like a favorite joke, gag, line, or something like that, visual or verbal? My favorite sight gag. Um, actually comes at the very beginning, uh, on the intro and it's when the gravestones are coming at you oh, and yes. one, of, one of them says Bambi's mom. <laughs> and I couldn't help but start cackling at that moment because it's just, it's just, and then eventually you get to Walt Disney. And so there's like this, it's, it's a nice little tie. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I laughed really hard at Bambi's mom just because that's kind of a touch, touch point for any Disney animation fans. Like sure. The, the sure. Black, What's the first time you saw Bambi? Well, you cried because of, you know, Bambi's mom <laughs> dies in the first five minutes or whatever. Right. And then you have, you see Walt Disney after that. It's just a nice touch. So that, that's my favorite side gag. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Nathan, what did you write down for yours? Um, I've got two. I'll, I'll, I'll name one and then let you go. And, and if, if you don't name this one, I'll, I'll bring it back. All but right. I, you know, what was the, just five minutes ago, one of us made a reference to absurd humor and the potential for it coming back around. Oh, yes. The uh, reference of Jason Voorhees. Um, was that on recording? I don't yeah, it was. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah, sure okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I can be a real appreciator of the linger too long until it becomes funny 
type of gag. I remember this about David Pumpkins, um, mm. which is not a part of this, but I remember the first time I watched David Pumpkins and be like, this is stupid. And then the second time you watch it, you're like, am I stupid? And then the third time you watch it, you're like, okay, I love it. You know, yeah, like that's yeah. really what happens. Um, <laughs> I kid you not. The first time one. I watched that, cause it took me a little bit longer. I, it took me like a lot of people telling me about it. the first time I watched it. I was like, what? Like, why do people like yes. this? It's yes. so great. Oh, but it is, it is worth loving. Um, but they do that in, uh, the monkey's paw one with, uh, Kang and Kodos. Oh, I yes. love yeah. just the laughter. <laughs> and I don't know, there's something, you know, there, there are times when a joke like that, uh, is, um, there's something about how quickly they pull it off mm-hmm. in this. It's just, it, it's not, you know, five minutes of a joke. It's, it's a, it's a compact 45 seconds or however long it is of just this one thing. Yes. These yeah. aliens laughing at how stupid these people are, but they just keep laughing. And it's just long enough that it finally gets me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh me too, guys. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Um, so I have a, I, I actually have a, a, a line and then an honorable mention as well. Um, so uh, I, I, I don't want to risk stealing yours. I'm going to lead with the one that I, uh, am firmly submitting as my favorite line because it's still it it anchors in my brain uh, this phrasing in many other contexts it will show up and and still make me laugh. It's near the beginning of the monkey's paw uh, segment when they're in Morocco and they are uh, <laughs> they go up to the 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 vendor there and the vendor is doing this elaborate like elastic thing with his body <laughs> and, like, right. and then he eventually turns upside down and begins crawling with his ears and in the most deadpan under his breath kind of way Bart's like I could do that but I don't want to <laughs> it's like the perfect reaction to what you're saying he's like I, I could do that but I don't want to <laughs> just that one makes me laugh every single time and like I said there's sometimes where even if we're watching some spectacular feat of like if you're watching the Olympics or if you're watching some amazing stunt that somebody's pulling off in my head I'll hear Bart's and I could do that but I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> I just love it so much. So um, that was that. My my on- that's funny. My honorable mention, which I'll just I'll just throw out there in passing, is is actually during the um, middle segment once Homer's been turned into uh, a, a jack in the box and can't can't work anymore. And then uh, Lisa thinks she has a job for him. and says, "Oh, you have to know how to operate an ultrasonic lithotripter." And he goes, "How hard can it be?" <laughs> <laughs> just, how hard but, can it be well your your two uh references there are at least in sync even if in, in a different story and different character but i did love in what i called frank and homer i don't remember if it had a formal title but um you know they're just smithers and burns are bungling this process and um Oh, Smithers, this isn't rocket science. It's brain surgery, you know? <laughs> yeah. oh, God, I love it. It's just uh, so stupid. It's funny. That's wonderful. I love I like it. Any, any final thoughts? I like the on fact that we're all on the same page because those are all areas that I laughed, like, yeah. tackle that. <laughs> they're great all jokes. Yeah, they're yeah. great jokes. They're they're really great. And, and one of the best things about The Simpsons that I love so much is is because there's not a laugh track. It's like the jokes have a kind of a timeless feel. They are still funny. I mean, they're clever jokes, mm-hmm. really funny jokes. Um, but that you know, no, 
uh, no shade thrown at sitcoms that have a laugh track because those are all often very, very funny and brilliantly written as well. But man, it's just like those jokes still sing to me every single time because mm-hmm. I just hear the laughter in my head. It's great. It's awesome. Um, so yeah, that has been another installment of uh, Treehouse of Horror 2. Uh, join us next week, patrons, for Treehouse of Horror 3. Um so yeah, the um what's interesting, I'll start. Um is and I the the early Treehouse of Horrors, maybe the first like ten of them, are all ones that I actively enjoy watching, but I have never had to watch them for conversation with friends and particularly not for broadcast uh, in any fashion. And I will say, I'll lead with this because I know you had uh, had some tempered feelings about Treehouse of Horror 2. Um, I don't know that my feelings were as necessarily tempered for the second one, but uh, the third one, I would say that they are. So the third one, I was watching this and I was just like, yeah, I, I enjoy this. I like this. Um, but I could, I began to feel a little self-conscious to be honest with you. Cause I was like, man, I love oh, these no. Treehouse of horrors. And I was just like, I hope people have as much fun watching them as I do. I have favorite lines. Uh, actually couldn't land on one particular favorite. And obviously I love these segments as these early Simpsons episodes have such a flavor to them that I just cannot get enough of. But I began to feel a little self-conscious where I was like, Oh man, I hope people find these as funny as I find them. But, uh, but anyway, what was your experience with well, Treehouse of Horror 3? Uh, well, here's the thing in, in defense of both sides of your, uh, efforts there, your brain. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it is unfair to like single these out in the way we're doing. In other words, I, I know what you're saying. And even this time I was kind of assessing it like, okay, you know, these are fun. They are, there's nothing not just kind of funzy about it, mm-hmm. but they're, they're a part of a whole. They are, yeah. they're a, yeah. a part of a tapestry that divorced of context, uh, can, uh, feel a little more inert than maybe going in. We would have, we would have thought right now again, they're still fun. Uh, but I think not taken in the total context of the Simpsons writ large, plus what I sort of articulated last week about how some of these Treehouse of Horrors rely so heavily on their rely so heavily on you being able to connect to them if you know the material they're riffing on. Sure, can right. probably be a be a bit of a distancing factor. So you know, hey, we're here and we're in oh, the treehouse, and we're yeah, you know, we're Michael Myers is right behind you, Reed. By the way, just FYI, oh, um, he's oh here. <laughs> 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 That's psycho, but oh um, my god, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, in the moment, I just couldn't. I, you know, you had just done the um, some other tune. I had Simpsons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I was like, man, in the moment, I can't even contemplate yeah. Halloween theme. That's all right. Even That's though right. it became kind of a earworm for me. Mm-hmm. watching these movies ah. across uh, so quick a time as I did. All right, Certainly. So, Tree House of Horror Volume 3, my fuck you for this mm-hmm. episode is. is Nightmares Plague the Fam, Krusty, Kong, Zombies, Grandpa Wets His Pants. 
That's it. That's it. That's all I got. That's, That's all the, the syllables I had at my disposal. Mine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine is continuing the recent trend where I just basically use a line to summarize each of the segments. And so we get my fog coup is Psycho Krusty Doll, Giant Homer Ape Rampage, Bart Raises the Dead. Ta-da! Okay, okay. I was just counting your syllables there for a second. I was like, wait a minute. Nope, he's right. Um <laughs> Uh, so, so I did enjoy the um, the framing device of this one was the nightmares the family is having. I can't remember no, there, what exactly incites it. So here's what's interesting about that. Last hmm. week, you cited that the party, and, and I, I party heard it. One? The party is this one. I heard it in the moment where I was like, I think he has I think he has mixed these two episodes up because because the nightmares were the last and the reason that I'm so confident that the nightmares were the last one is because the one where it's the Twilight Zone riff where Bart can do all the things, that's the uh-huh. one which ends with him and Homer having a really tender moment and he wakes up as if from a nightmare in that one. So the nightmares are actually Treehouse of Horror too. You know what's really funny about you finding that really funny <laughs> is when Blake was on and he he and you highlighted that as the end. I was like, oh, shit. did I get this backwards? <laughs> <laughs> and we just let it happen. We were just like, we just like left you out in the wind there for all the audience. No, no, no. I didn't. It. I didn't. I didn't verbalize that uh, uh, then. <laughs> I just was like, hmm. Well, I did watch these a little late thinking I could just nugget them out, right? Like, I'm just going to, here's your 25-minute Simpsons episode. <laughs> Another 25 but if you recall, friend Reed, this is where the fun of Simpsons comes into play. If you recall, I texted you today and I was like, hey, what? <laughs> what was the third story in the second one? <laughs> because, Reed, I've got, I've got written down Clown Without Pity, mm-hmm. King Homer, and then I wrote a cult book. And I'll be damned. I was like, mm, I can't, I cannot remember what the occult book one is about. And so I had to, I had to Wikipedia it. They're like, oh yeah, zombies. It's like, I think I might have dozed off. You're like, that ain't my favorite segment. Oh, oh that okay. is hysterical. Well, yeah. So All yeah, right. the, well, you know, the, my fog cue no, of the last two weeks is totally fogged. And okay. uh, you know, right. it's we're uh, there. But that's we're there. That's what, that's what the listeners are here for. That's how it goes. But no, so the framing device of this is they're having a Halloween party at the Simpsons house. Uh Dear they're pass they're passing along the, you know, the the uh supposed witch body parts like grapes for eyes and spaghetti for hair right and homer, and homer keeps eating it which i just really think is yeah funny. It's which, i remember that which, this forces marge to have to come up with another halloween activity which again i think is delightful because then they just start they just start telling and that stories. was and this was volume three and that was yes so the framing device for volume three Dead gummit. is okay. the well. yes yep is that so um next thing you know you're going to tell me there's two different versions of halloween six or something <laughs> you know <laughs> be like, did you watch both cuts? Like, did you oh, watch both? Oh my god! <laughs> You're like, Unplug oh no, the mics. We're done. <laughs> I'm gonna need a couple week. hours. <laughs> it, 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 it ends in the patron segment. <laughs> um, <laughs> just ever all the rest of the listeners, it's just business time, and then it closes. <laughs> They're like, what is? What just happened? <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, then, in the name of efficiency, I'm gonna tell you my favorite of these three was Clown Without Pity. 
I thought that ah, was kind of okay. fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't, t- don't ask me really why. I just enjoyed it more than the other two. Um, Manic Krusty Doll is fun. Man, that's that's pretty fun. And and it's got a really good punchline, which is just, oh, here's the problem. You had it set to evil like that. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's about the amount of service they give explaining what's going on there. Check your settings, everybody, <laughs> on your toys. <laughs> right. Oh, man. That's um. I do love this is on my funny stuffs. Oh, I think well, it's really do you want, hysterical. Do you want to know when, my favorite segment, or what? do you want to? Or do you want? I, mean, I don't really because I'm. It's <laughs> I, I won't know which one it's. Up. I'll be like, no, read that was last week's. <laughs> no, really, what is, what oh is your gosh. favorite one? No, so I went back and forth between Krusty Doll, and, and honestly, I thought there was a good chance that you were going to name one of these as your favorite segment. So I literally had on here, like, I went back and forth between Krusty Doll and uh, the zombies one. I did beforehand say if I go first, I'm going to name the zombies one because that one I, I really did enjoy it. It's well, clearly got most it of my had favorite an impact. Lines. I know, I know. Um, but so Dial Z for Zombies is my official favorite segment of these three, at least on this viewing uh, this time around. But no, give, give me your funny stuff. What was your What was your funny? Um, I try every week, and you just stare blankly at me. Um, mm-hmm. The um, I, I love the some of the gags in King Homer uh, where. <laughs> Uh, specifically when he gets worn out climbing the building, but it's only the second floor. <laughs> That's really oh, funny. I, I think it's funny when he eats the little Shirley Temple girl. Um, <laughs> it's really funny to me when Mr. Burns tries to throw the gas grenade and it just kind of falls to the ground. Um, which begs the question when I'm naming all these, well, why not King Homer is your favorite? I don't know, y'all. This is just all, you know, stream of consciousness <laughs> in the moment. It's like, maybe Name it a was. funny read. Name so, a funny. Okay. So if I was going to, okay, man, these are, yeah, I have like three that I'll rattle off really quick. They are all from the, the dial Z for zombies from my favorite one. I did enjoy this whole episode, but dial for Z for zombies, uh, in descending order, so or uh, sorry, ascending order. So third one is, did you wreck the car? No. Did you raise the dead? And then they look at each other. <laughs> yes, but the car's okay. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> um, I did catch then, that one. That was funny. I do. Uh, I do like when Bart's reading the things and he's trying to find the things. He's like, hmm, how to get your skeletons their whitest? Selling your soul in a buyer's market. <laughs> I was just the whole selling your soul at a buyer's market baby chuckle. Um, but my favorite line, my favorite line from this whole episode, because I think I know of how, how throwaway it is. Oh, maybe you're, I don't know um, how no, throwaway it is, is where he's like, see you in hell. Still pushing that boulder. Uh huh. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite line. He's like, who is that? You? Who says it? It's just these two random, like, oh, corpses, oh, oh, yes, these two yes. random zombies. I did catch where, it actually. Where he's just like, see you in hell. Still pushing that boulder. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just like do it again. Okay. <laughs> See you in hell. Still pushing that boulder. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought what you were going to name that I do actually find quite funny is uh <laughs> is when Bart says, "Dad, you killed the zombie Flanders. He was a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was a zombie. <laughs> oh man, it's great. Yeah, I I, I love that one. So, that one is, yeah. is is pretty hysterical. Remind me. Where are Kang and Kodos in these in this one? Do you remember? Uh you know, I'm what's I funny, wasn't trying to stump you. No, no. What's really funny is oh, they at the end of Dial Z for Zombies, they appear in outer space, and I actually can't mm. remember the line that they say, but it is literally like a 
a, a couple second moment where like it pans up and they are just commenting on the fact that zombies have run amok in, in, in the planet and the earth creatures are, you know, going to destroy themselves by zombies. So yes, that is where mm. they are. That's where Kang and Kodos are in this Treehouse of horror. So, well, Reed, yeah. my brother, my friend, I hope I get it right next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to promise it though. <laughs> nope, nope. Can't guarantee it. Can't guarantee it. <laughs> Cause like, uh, <laughs> so many inputs, so little processing time. Listen, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to completely blame this on Halloween six, the curse of Michael Myers. And just like your brain mm. is just completely scrambled. So, uh, which, yeah, uh, we'll say it's Halloween six. <laughs> um, this has been another TV guide post where we are discussing, some iteration of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror <laughs> across <laughs> its 30 plus years. <laughs> Did you ever play the Simpsons arcade game? Do you remember that? I did. did yeah, you ever yeah. Did you ever go to Most, the arcade? What I remember about it is basically Bart skateboarding and having to mm-hmm. navigate a number of different obstacles. Or was and, it the NES game? Maybe there was. Maybe there's one. Now I don't remember an there NES. There was a home game. If there was a home game, I did not have it. Now I do. I remember distinctly playing the arcade game at the arcade. Okay. Now I, I, I don't remember an NES game, but maybe one existed and I just didn't acquire it because my Simpsons viewing in my home had to be under the radar because um, it was like a forbidden donut. It was it house. was a forbidden donut in my house. So um, <laughs> so so yes. Uh, th- so I would not have owned the NES game though I did own an NES. But uh, when you're at the arcade, you know, kind of kind of all bets are off. So yeah, I played. I definitely played that. Well, that was that was a fun walk down memory lane. Let's uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's do a fuck you for uh, volume four, Treehouse Four. <laughs> just like, well, that was um, fun. So uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> neither neither of us have real concrete sort of memories about what it was, other than just a game existed, probably in a public setting, possibly at a home setting. <laughs> That's the thing, though. At our age, remembering and recognition is the win. Like, hey, you remember that thing? Yes. I do. Oh, you remember? Thank God, a thing <laughs> of that nature. And you're like, uh huh. Like, oh, it wasn't a dream. <laughs> Thank of, you, Lord. Of yeah. one. <laughs> um okay okay, so i'm gonna lead here just because i'm not i'm kind of on the fence about this one but it 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 accomplished the task you're on the fence about the fog Uh, not about the episode oh yeah yeah, okay correct correct um so my fog for volume four of trias of horror is bart the docent shows ned the devil a gremlin and burns as dracul Ooh. okay that's it. That's okay. uh, you were you were slipping it's into a summary. some yeah, and it yeah, and you were slipping into some, you know, English that I didn't recognize. So that's yeah, that's it's okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Here's, my, here's, here's mine. Okay, okay. I mean, no, here's mine. Go here. for it, Reed. Go right. for, now I'm now you made me self conscious about. I my, didn't make my you make you self conscious. No, <laughs> it's a trick or treat. Faku. So, <laughs> so okay. So here's uh, here's mine. Forbidden Donut, Bart sees the school bus gremlin, Burns Dracula bites. It's very, hmm. it's, it, 
I'll admit it's a bit flavorless. It's a bit yes, right. It's it's just right there. It's just like yeah. So okay. you, so well, you took good. The path then I don't of, feel quite so bad about no, mine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you I took the path the way for you. Least least resistance there. So um, I do want to mention one thing about this episode because it may not have been apparent to most people if you didn't know this know this show. Rod Serling uh, is and forever will be known as the creator of the Twilight Zone. Uh, people who are big fans of his may know some of the other work and where he got started and everything like that, but Twilight Zone is absolutely his legacy, the creator of the Twilight Zone. But uh, about a decade and a half after the Twilight Zone went off the air, he created a new show that ran for far less time, I think only three seasons, um, that was basically the Twilight Zone, but horror, and it was called Night Gallery. And that is what Hmm. the framing device of this Simpsons episode is parodying. It is every episode of Night Gallery would open with, in the way Bart does in this episode, Rod Serling wandering through a gala of paintings and would stop on one. And that one would be significant to the vignette story that you were about to see. As a docent. Yes. Rod the docent. Yes. Yes. That that is the word I did not recognize. I really... Oh yeah, docent is just a guide in an art gallery. Yeah. Um, so that was the word. I really I was. Know. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Uh, I was really playing around. I was like, "Gosh, Bart, the decent docent, doesn't like." I was really working. Trying, I was just like, "Ah, trying to figure that out." Fuck you. I, I'll just, I'll just go. Oh God. Well, what's I'll really go for the jugular? What's really funny is I hear like Bart, the docent, and I'm like, "Oh." Okay. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I don't know what this is. Where is it? Like a spicy meatball? <laughs> it, it almost felt like you were like slipping into some sort of like foreign tongue or something. Gotcha. I was like, oh, okay. Nope. Oh, nope. All right. So, but uh, yeah, the, anyway, all of that just to say the framing device is Night Gallery. Uh, Night Gallery is available, I think. I forget which streaming service because I own the DVDs of it. But Night Gallery is fun. It's not as smart or clever as The Twilight Zone is. But, um, but there's some really cool stories. And if you like the Twilight zone kind of flavor with Rod Serling's stamp of approval, but horror, I highly recommend Night Gallery. And uh, now back into The Simpsons. So, Specifically, this trio of shorts is The Devil and Homer Simpson, uh, which I know is a riff on something, but it's not, I don't know it in the Devil moment. But Daniel it's, Webster. Uh, um, okay, yeah. Uh, Homer, you know, kind of so- signs his soul over to the devil for a donut, and it, the devil is Ned Flanders. Uh, and then secondly <laughs> is a Twilight Zone riff with the Gremlin, uh, and the, the circle is now complete because of William Shatner. Oh, that's um, right. And then uh, Dracula featuring Mr. Burns as Dracula, the one and only Dracul. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just, to get it out of the way, name your favorite story. Okay, um, yep. I think... <sighs> Okay, here's to your credit, Reed Lackey. You are you are an audaciously generous human. Mm. And that's a that's a high compliment. And I receive it. Sometimes your audacious generosity can belie the the sober reality of what might be sometimes. And so I you know, you you Oh boy hyped us the last couple of weeks of like, okay, these are a little flat. These these Treehouse of Horrors are a little they're they're okay, and and you could hear in your voice the like, God, I hope I'm right with mm. the coming ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I was a little bit like, oh, so, just, I love the Simpsons. Is everybody gonna love the Simpsons? Who knows? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> and then one of the previous Treehouse of Horrors, it's like, yeah, we're not making any converts here. Uh, long story short, this is a really great packet of episode, uh, packet of stories, I, and a I really strong it. episode that I have 
the reason I wanted to do just go ahead and get stories. Otherwise, I've got like a dozen funny bits here that I have, have a hard so time many picking, picking from. Yeah, <laughs> so many. Okay, yes. Um, I think if I had to pick, what is what is the favorite? Um, uh, I'm gonna knock out Twilight Zone Gremlin just because it's done a lot. Like that is a a highly reiterated yes. story form. Fair. Um, maybe the Devil and Homer Simpson. I'll go with that. I'm so glad that you did this. So, and I'm so glad that you went first. Here's my note as I exactly wrote it. I wrote favorite segment is a tough call on this one, but I will give the teeniest, tiniest edge to the vampire story because of its legitimately dark elements. Like it's funny, but it's also Mm, got like a real darkness to it that I appreciate around Halloween time. Um, But then I wrote a very close second is Homer and the donut. And so you picking Homer and the donut kind of frees me up to be like, yep, sure. Then I'll go the vampire one. And we get to highlight kind of both of them. But that, those are neck and neck for me. I agree with you on the gremlin one. It's fun, but it's done a lot. So I've seen those kind of jokes right. often. And you know, like it's still, it's really funny. I have in my favorite lines, some lines from that uh, segment, but man, the forbidden donut and the vampire one, I was, I mean, like by the, by the minute was like, I'll do the donut. No, I'll do the vamp. Uh, I'll do the donut. <laughs> like, those are so, so great. I love them so much. Um, um, so yeah. Okay. Well, let's do let's do like two or three of each of these. Sure. Um, sure. Of funny bits. Why don't you start? Okay. Um, I will start with what is my. It's one of my favorite things. Like a lot of these lines or jokes or bits in the episodes. Like when they stay with me even transcendent of the episode, like when I remember the bit or I remember the line, that's why it always piques mm-hmm. the favorite. And for me, Homer entering the torture chamber where they are going to glut him with donuts. <laughs> and then it, it fast forwards to however long later and he's still just, and the demon is looking at him with this perfectly animated face. Like it is, it is such a great face for like, I can't believe this is happening as they right. he has literally devoured every donut in hell and is still just like ready to keep going. God, it is so funny. I love how much in this and next week's um, Trials of Horror is laced years of not just reading Nathan, but fear of God uh, reference points. <laughs> uh, there's a lot. You, you've you've the, the, the Hummer in hell mm-hmm. uh, bit you've referenced oh, over the years. Nice. Uh, a couple of things from next week's you referenced over the years. Um, I mean, it's hard. Okay. So again, th- these are, there's, there's a lot of really good, good stuff. Uh, froth at the top mm-hmm. of these three. If you were to like, say, Hey, what is the best confluence of gags for punchline, you know, resulting in punchline, this might, in other words, it's hard mm-hmm. to just pick a lot of these sure. are really funny. I really got a kick. Uh, so, uh, um, Devil and, and Homer Simpson, uh, makes a deal with the devil for a donut ends up Marge. It's actually really quite lovely. Uh, uh, Marge saves him yeah. back from the, the, the snares of Ned, the devil. I love um, but as, as sort of a, a parting shot, Flanders, the devil gives Homer a donut for a head and it's, it's a, you know, it's a visual gag. He's sitting at the table the next morning, you know, kind of pulling, 
pieces of donut <laughs> off his head and eating it. And Marge is like, homie, don't do that. You know? <laughs> and then he preps to go to work and it cuts uh, uh, to the outside of his house. And oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's Lisa. Dad, I wouldn't go outside if I were you. It cuts to the outside of the house and there's all the the Springfield Police Department with mugs in their hands. And <laughs> I, I guess it's one of the lead characters. I don't know his name, but Chief he says, Wiggum. don't worry, boys. Yeah, don't worry, boys. He's got to come out of there sometime. And like, that's <laughs> that's the punch on on the on the bit. Oh, uh, just so a really great. funny, really great confluence of strands there. I love it. Oh, God, it's so great. Um, I have one that just cracks me up so much. Um, cause it's a combination of verbal and, and visual. Uh, it's in the Gremlins episode where, uh, or the Gremlin episode where, um, Bart gets on the bus. And uh-huh. of course, you know, uh, Lisa is, is, you know, trying to be a helpful sister. <laughs> She's like, you know, nobody give Bart a hard time. I forget exactly what she says, but you know, like Bart's had a really hard day. So don't, nobody give him a hard time, which means everybody on the bus is like, <laughs> you know, they go for him. And then the joke is, it pans over to Martin, who he says, whew, thank goodness he's drawn attention away from my shirt. And then you see his shirt, and it says, <laughs> Wang Computers. <laughs> it's just, it's so fa- it all happens so fast. It's like, it passes over to him. He's like, whew, thank goodness he's drawn attention away from my shirt. <laughs> just, oh, I love it so much. Um, uh, let's see. Love hearing Phil Hartman again. Um, yeah, he's generally, wonderful. this is a bit of a broad one with one specific, but I love the gag of clearly obvious signs of vampirism uh, <laughs> being totally overlooked. Like that, that was a really funny parade of bits. Uh, but it, it kind of culminates when they are back out of Burns Lair, Vampire Burns, Dracula Burns Lair, and uh bart is showing signs of vampirism and grandpa comes running in with a stake and hammer and he says quick we have to kill the boy and marge oh, how'd you know he was a vampire grandpa he's a vampire and he turns and runs away <laughs> oh it's just a great us. bit <laughs> you talk about those signs of vampirism one of my favorites is where lisa is convinced that mr burns is a vampire and then Marge turns to her, Lisa, stop being so suspicious. Did everyone wash their necks like Mr. Burns yes. asked? <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> well, I love how upfront they are with it at first because it's, you know, like every now and then a, a, a comedy will play a gag and you're like, okay, was that? Did I miss? Did I see what I think I saw? And it's mm-hmm. early in that episode, the newscast, where it shows a cape with the word Dracula on it was found at like a crime scene. And they're like, what could it be? You know, <laughs> it's just like blatantly obvious at every step of the way. Oh um, my. But the police, they're like, it might be a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> like we've, we've destroyed, we've ordered the Egyptian wing of the museum just <laughs> destroyed. And it's just like, Oh, it's on fire in the background. They're yeah. throwing everything. But what's so funny is like, they're, they're busting, breaking apart, the mummified sarcophagus and everything. And then somebody's throwing the Mona Lisa into the fire. They're just like, (laughs) 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 Oh gosh, it's so funny. Oh, that was funny. Um, Um, any, any super standouts remaining that you want to, so I have just, I have just two that I'll kind of combo on it. I, I, because they're so great as quick chuckle gags. I love like 
Flanders is there and Homer's eating the last bite of the donut. And so, you know, he's trying to take Homer down to hell and everything and, and everything. And when everybody walks in, <laughs> Flanders just turns to him, hi, Bart. He's like, hey. <laughs> It's so familiar. But then I also love when the entire parade of all of the the jury, you know, uh, comes in the jury that the devil gets to pick. But then it's just so silly when Marge pulls the high chair up for Blackbeard and he goes, Hey, this chair be high, says I. (laughs) (laughs) I loved uh, circling the same scene two bits. One is, uh, it's Lionel, right? Lionel Hutz. Yes, uh, Lionel Hutz, attorney at law. Don't. Don't you worry. I watched Matlock in a bar last night. The sound wasn't on, but I think I got the gist of it. You know, <laughs> there's that. And then um, uh, uh, Smithers and Burns see um, Devil Ned on the monitor at the plant, at the nuclear plant. Mm-hmm. And uh, Burns says, Who's the goat legged fellow? I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> Smithers, uh, Prince of Darkness, sir. He's your 11. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So, All right, uh, yeah. We we are seriously going to pivot out of this segment, but like going back to Lionel Hutz on our way out is just like I love so much where he was just like, you know, what is a contract? It's it's binding. <laughs> it's unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> he realizes like the the, vo- the vocal. No, the aspect. whole jury is just quiet and staring. Like, uh-huh, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and then he's just like he's like it's unbreakable. And then he looks it around, and then he's like, "Where's your bathroom?" Yeah, he's like, "I got to go to the bathroom." And then just like takes off. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is so funny. Oh man, I love yeah, I love this episode. This episode's really wonderful. And and, and tying it into Halloween, how about the. Uh, random but fun Charlie Brown Christmas ending. Oh my gosh, one. it's so great! That was yeah, it's wild. so great. They're just like Happy Halloween, everybody! But then they pivot to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh man i love it that's awesome <sighs> Delightful. all right Reed. well that has been another installment of uh patron segment of treehouse of horror volume four we got we got one more of these next week yeah i'm excited i'm excited it's been for fun i'm glad i'm glad this one ticked up a bit so yeah it's always it's always fun indeed um Oh man, oh man, we're here. This is where did you I have did you think five years ago, six years ago, mm-hmm. when we started this? Were you like, we'll get to the Treehouse of Horror? I or hoped, was it just a glint, yeah, a glimmer in the lackey's eye. I always hoped, uh, did not tangibly anticipate that what format it would be, or maybe you know, like exactly what would happen. But we've been doing it enough now that there's not a halloween themed or adjacent property that isn't in the back of my mind somehow of like we could we could cover this at some point if i really made a case for it and like <laughs> we'll, we'll, get we'll, we'll, we'll get, get there, there. Have patience. Um, so yeah i love it and and i love the idea i don't know if this will i don't know if this will carry out but two things that i would love um and 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 patrons are hearing this uh exclusively but uh two things i would love is if the new tradition at Halloween spooky season time for the the fear of God was to march through a franchise because I have really enjoyed this. Um, so maybe we take a new franchise next time, maybe selected by the patrons. I don't know, but um, marching through a franchise has been really fun. 
And the other component that I would really love is to, uh, you know, keep tacking on more additional Treehouse of Horror episodes. Because, uh, you know, if we do four or five a year, it'll only take us like, you know, six years to get through them all. So, <laughs> so, uh, wow. so yeah, but uh, no, I've, I've loved this. And this, uh, the, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror is great. I will say, <laughs> especially like as we're going to con- continue going on, uh, can I lead with my fog coup sure. for episode five for, oh, or, yeah. you know, for the tree house of horror. Will you remind five? me, is there a, um, there's not a framing device for this one or is it just not for this one? No, it's just the opening okay. credits with yeah. the gravestones and everything. And then uh, gravestone of which includes Elvis, except it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, then, uh, it just goes into the three different segments, uh, in this time around. But so yeah, no framing device. Um, but this is my fog coup for tree house of horror five. You ready? Mm-hmm. This has got to be the best Halloween Simpsons they ever produced. That's my fog coup for. I didn't even try to summarize them. I was just, you know what? I don't even know where to begin. And I'm tired of doing the didactic little just plastic summaries. So I have to give a pitch. This this has got to be the best Halloween Simpsons they ever produced. That's my fog coup for Treehouse of Horror Five. Well, you're speaking to the content. I'm speaking to the conversationalist in my fog you, which is to say. The fear of God joke made at least five years ago at last comes around. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, why don't you set us up? What are, what are, okay. What's the trio of the, the three films? Shorts here. Yeah. The three little shorts in this one are uh, a parody of Stanley Kubrick's The Shining uh, called The Shinnin. Um, and then there is a, a kind of a I don't know if this is specifically parodying something other than Ray Bradbury's story, a sound of thunder, but only loosely. So by doing that um, called time and punishment, wherein Homer goes back and forth in time and keeps changing things about the reality. He comes back to the future in, Um, and then nightmare cafeteria, which is not to my knowledge, deliberately based on a singular property, but more just a general idea of the teachers have finally had enough and detention is overcrowded. So they begin to cannibalize the students. Um, and so those are our three, uh, insulated segments in this particular Treehouse of horror. Um, I, I will say this was part of the season, like season six is argued by many fans of the Simpsons to be the best pound for pound season of the Simpsons there ever was produced. Uh, season five and season four sometimes get named as as prime contenders in that, uh, even all the way up through season nine, just this run. But season six, just every episode is prime rib Simpsons and particularly exhibited in this Treehouse of Horror where, for me, I know I'm, I know I'm pushing hard. You haven't yet said how you feel about this episode, but for me, it's almost every line that I just love uh, like there, it is rare, and I could probably count uh, on one hand the number of lines in this twenty-four minutes of entertainment that I don't just adore. I love this episode, so if, you know if you can't already tell. So, sorry, are you picking a favorite? So, uh, well, I wanted to see what your general response was, and then yes, I'll pick a favorite segment. Uh, oh, so but uh, what was? I mean, no, did, I dug it. It was fun. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was good. These, I these liked it. Both, both last week. At- <laughs> <laughs> no, both last week and this week are a definitive step up from the first couple. Yeah, I- indeed. Um, so, I mean, look, as an overall segment, look, this, for me, the shinning is impossible to beat. Like, I like 
all of these. And honestly, I think some of my favorite lines and more of my favorite lines are actually in the time and punishment segment. But like, it's it's impossible to beat for me the shinning uh, as a favorite overall segment. Like, God, I love it, I love it. That's in my- case anyone is new to the show, at least newer than you know four years. Uh, our initial conversation about the shining. Yep. As one of our first quarterly kings, pre mm-hmm. the quarterly kings mm-hmm. being a part of the quarterly yeah, kings, I think it was our second one. Um, uh, we there's, there's some pretty funny references to Reed makes to the Shannon <laughs> this Simpsons episode. <laughs> Hence the the fear of God joke comes around. Oh, that's um, wonderful. I I I found all of these enjoyable. Um, I think I will let you take. Uh, the Shinnin and choose uh, not because kind of kind of buy a donut crumb, you know, mm-hmm. all last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think time and punishment. I really got a lot of fun out of. So absolutely, I will, if if it beats that, it's again by the by the most granular of donut crumbs. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Homer. Um, <laughs> fire fire off some read. Oh I mean, my god, the favorite lines. You're just ready. I literally wrote yeah, on my notes here, bits. like, what's my favorite line or favorite bit? And I said, almost every line. I mean, like, my God. Like, I guess I guess we could go segment by segment and just, like, sort of rattle off some from there. So, But obviously, like, the first one that made me write it down is when, obviously, this is a parody of The Shining, so Homer is playing the Jack Torrance character and his family are, you know, on the chopping block, as it were. Uh, but when Mr. Burns, the, you know, uh, proprietor of this hotel is taking him through it, and suddenly the iconic moment where the elevators open and the blood like pours out. The first line I wrote down is Mr. Burns says, Hmm, that's odd. Usually the blood gets off at the second floor. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just what's odd about it is that it's been not misplaced. that it happens, right? But it's on this floor, right? Just that it's been misplaced. Like, oh lord, god, that is so funny. Um, I'll cite one more and then I'll let you volley a couple. So, um, uh, 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 Willie is talking to Bart about, uh, the, uh, the Shinnin, uh, as it were. And then, uh, he says, you know, okay. All right. He said, you know, I'll come a running. You just use that shin of yours and I'll come a running. And then he says, but don't be reading my mind between four and five. That's Willie's time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's great. So I just love it. Love that whole exchange. What's I mean, for you? I loved the opening gag of they're all <laughs> driving up the mountain pass, and Marge, you know, asks Homer if he locked the front door, and he goes, "No." <laughs> so it starts on a Monday, right? Uh, they're driving d- up yes, the mountain yeah, pass, I, mm-hmm. and Homer, did you lock the front door? No. And then it, it starts cuts on a to Tuesday. Tuesday. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What, whatever. Read. But yeah, yeah. yeah, just go with it. You get it. But just one of those. Yes, um, I get it. Yeah. So then the next day they're back on the mountain pass. Uh, uh, Marge. Oh, did you lock the back door? Don't. And it's the next day. So like, it just repeats this gag. And then the, 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 you know, the trio effect here is Lisa then says, I think we left grandpa at the gas station. And they just keep driving. <laughs> you know, it's like, there's no, it's like, we're, we're leaving him there. Um, Oh my God. It's awesome. No, I found that one quite humorous. I mean, overall, it's just, it's just a, a whiz bang adaptation translation yeah. of, the Shining. I mean, I it's did almost find, a laugh in yeah. <laughs> I do like when Marge finds the just that that iconic typewriter, and <laughs> it just says "feeling fine," you know. <laughs> but it's well, when because the, what's, what's uh, great is is um, 
My favorite part about it, I'm sorry that I'm stealing your moment, but no, like, you're fine. My favorite part about it is she's like, mm, you know, uh, what he's typing will be a window into his madness. She looks down and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, feeling fine. And it's like, oh, good. And then suddenly the lightning strikes and all of yeah. the, but, but that's, that's cool enough. But then she looks around and she said, hmm, this is less comforting. <laughs> just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's no TV and no beer make Homer go crazy oh, all over the walls. God, that is so funny. And then Homer comes in and was like, what do you think of my book, Marge? All I need is a title. I was thinking along the lines of no TV and no beer make Homer something, something. <laughs> 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 oh, it's so great. Um, what, any other shenanigans you want to throw out? One one more shinning that I have to, because, oh, my God, this I could quote the whole thing. But when she calls the, when she calls the radio and she says, uh, my husband is on a murderous rampage, over. And then Chief Wickham's on the other end goes like, oh, well, thank God that's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. I just love it. Whatever reaction I was expecting from him, it was not that. It's just like my sure. husband's on a motorist rampage. Over. He's like, oh well, thank God that's over. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I love it. it. No. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, oh, jumping to time. Yes, it's a classic. The shit is such a classic. Quite comedic and hysterical and classic. Treehouse of Horror, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Time and Punishment. I, I, I really like. There's, there's a lot of funny bits in this. Um, I will say one that just really made me guffaw was, <laughs> um, I don't remember the entire context, but essentially, Time and Punishment. He's bouncing back and forth through time because every time he comes for comes back, it's something's different. He's trying to get as close an approximation as he can. Right. Right. For some reason, at some point, he comes back and dogs are chasing him. I don't remember what the oh my god. Well, yeah, it's, it's, the very first time he comes back is when Flanders is the undisputed Lord and Master of everything, and yeah. uh, and uh, so then oh, and he's fleeing. He's yes. fleeing. <laughs> yes, keep going because yeah, yes, he's, he's fleeing the dogs. Yes, he's he's in line in his Flanders sweater and slacks, and uh, you know his family has been turned or something like that. And he decides to to make a run for it, and he's fleeing this facility, and they release dogs to chase him. And <laughs> he pulls out of his sweater this string of like hot sausage dog links, links, you know, yeah. like like what in just old school animated fare is what you throw to dogs, right? That kind of thing to throw them off. And he pulls them out, and he's like, "I've got it." These wieners will give me the energy I need to escape. And he, <laughs> so he eats them instead of throwing them to the dog. It was just a really great bit. <laughs> and he actually speeds up. Like when he eats them, he actually starts going faster. Oh, my God. I'm not sure if I caught that. That's even funnier. Lord have um, mercy. Mm. I did. You, you've referenced this before on the show, but I do love Donut. What's a Donut? It's raining again. That, oh, that's a great man. So wonderful. That's bit. so wonderful. Uh, it's just a silly line, but I just, this is part of the charm of what I love. These, like, some of them are not necessarily jokes. They're just <laughs> cute, funny, and kind of charming lines. Is when he's like, okay, don't step on anything. Don't step on anything. Suddenly he, like, falls back and, and squashes a fish. He's like, <laughs> oh, I, he says, oh, I wish, I wish I hadn't killed that fish. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was great. Oh, man, I love it. And then um, I think uh, go do it. <laughs> just, uh, this one for me, where he just says, 
okay, Homer, remember the advice your father gave you on your wedding day? And <laughs> <laughs> it's all about time travel. <laughs> and he's like, if you ever go back in time, don't step on anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh a good one. God, I think so I, I love. I love the end of that one. He's he's gone back and forth, just keeps trying to keep screwing up, Homer style, keeps coming back, hoping it's it's an approximation or or an exact of what he left, and he gets back in the final beat, and it's uh, appears to be exactly how it's supposed to be. Yeah, and he sits down with the family. They're glad to see him. He's glad to see them. And then as they go to eat their food, what what happens is they have these frog like tongues that lash out of their mouths to oh to gosh. pull back up the food on their plates and he just goes eh close enough you know <laughs> it's just a really funny like oh i've worked this hard it's fine we'll, we'll oh, live with man. these people so um, wonderful and then nightmare cafeteria if you don't have anything else for time and punishment yeah no uh i don't i don't have anything else for time and punishment well one last visual gag is when he sneezes and he wipes out all the dinosaurs just like one after another. And then he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, oh, this is going to cost me. <laughs> um, That's a good one. But in Nightmare Cafeteria, uh, I love this is a visual gag. Simpsons have a lot of what they've coined freeze frame gags where it's just like, OK, you, you kind of have to just pause it and look at the sign that's on the window or something like that. One of them, it says grade F meat, mostly circus animals, some filler. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, that's um, rough. So my my biggest one for this entire episode, like if I if if I were pressed and it's like you can only pick one line, I don't know why this one strikes me so funny, but again, it, it's one of those like I could do that, but I don't want to, and stuff that like just resonates beyond the thing. Because whenever I colossally fail at something, I hear this voice echoing out in my head. Because a running gag through these three, there's not a framing device, but there is a recurring gag. And it is a riff on The Shining when, you know, big spoiler alert for a now 40-year-old movie. Um, but in The Shining, the character of Jack Halloran shows up and to save everybody, but is ostensibly dispatched very quickly. Um, he just gets an axe to the chest in The Shining. Scatman, um, yeah. Scatman, yes. And so... Um, Willie has a similar thing happen. He shows up and he's like, I'm here to rescue the lot of you. And then like Homer axes him in the back. Well, then in time and punishment, there's one scene where he, you know, says, Homer, I know how to get you back to your real universe. And then Maggie like axes him in the back. And then you get a James Earl Jones voice again, where he's like, this is indeed a disturbing universe. Um, but then in the third one, and this is my one, like during nightmare cafeteria, when he shows up to, to rescue them, he gets an ax in the back yet again. And he goes, Oh, I'm bad at this. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I did like that. Yeah. And then uh, that's just one that like, you know, it's not as funny as some other lines, but that's something that like if I'm if I'm in the doldrums and I'm feeling a complete failure, I can sometimes lift my spirits a little bit where I just like hear Willie's but like, oh, I'm bad at this. Oh, man. It's just <laughs> so, so great. What it. do you, what do you got for that? Lackey's, Lackey's Simpsonisms. Um <laughs> Uh, my only one super standout from Nightmare Cafeteria was uh, Millhouse, Lisa, and Bart are being um, pursued by you know ravenous uh, cannibalistic teachers into this kind of facility wherein there's this giant you know imagine the garbage disposal giant thing <laughs> yeah, at the bottom yeah. waiting to receive them and Bart just says. Don't worry, guys. Something always comes along to save us. And, and then Millhouse falls in. 
great. It was just a really, I don't know, it just really struck me the right way. Well, then I love it, like, the, the yes ended the joke where he's like, I remain confident something will come along to save the two Simpson children. <laughs> right, just, yeah. Oh, and then man, they fall in. Great. So funny. Yeah. Treehouse oh, of Horror 5. This is... This has been delightful for me to watch these in this context. Like, uh, it's just, it's so much fun. Um, I loved revisiting these kind of in an insulated fashion. Usually each year when I watch these, I'll watch like three or four of them at a time. So it was kind of nice to just bundle them up in pairs uh, for for our conversations. Uh, Just a little bit more bite-sized chunks and and, uh, taking a few more notes. But yeah, I've really enjoyed this. So this will be the conclusion, patrons, of our... um, Treehouse of Horror segments. Next week's patron segment will be something very fun, but uh, a little different. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us for this. This was fun. I enjoyed it. See you in the next patron segment, everybody. Read. We're here. We're back. Hey, Me and you. we kicked those, kick those losers out of That's here. That's right. Um, Take so a we hike. get to hang out. I'm just kidding. Best-selling author Matt Ruff. Matt Ruff. Take a Brandon Grapius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the losers in that mix? It's me and it you. It is definitely um, me and you in that mix. Oh my god. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Um, but we are reprising what we did last year, and we're going to be walking through some tree houses of horror. Treehouse of Horrors. Treehouse of, um, yeah. Sims- sisters in, yeah. Sisters-in-law. Yeah. Sister-in-laws. Um, uh, specifically right now, Volume 6. Yes. Which is from Season 7. seven. Yeah. The, the tricky thing about Treehouses of Horror is because the very first one was in Season 2. So, as they sequentially run up, there is one every season except for the first one. So, yeah. It's like the sixth Treehouse of Horror for The Simpsons is in Season 7. I'm going to kick down the door with a brief fog coup. Um, and then we can just start talking about some of our favorite little lines and jokes and segments. These are fun. These are breezy. Oh my God. I'm having such a good time watching them. Um, okay. (laughs) Here's the fog coup for Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Number six billboards on rampage. Willie Kruger nightmare tongue Homer in 3d short to the point Mm -hmm. economical. Mm -hmm. Um, Listen, it's been a minute since you've seen these. I mean, I will say out the gate for like from here on out, last year at Halloween at Halloween, uh, we covered the Treehouse of Horror 5, which I still consider to be the greatest. Like that was the pinnacle of Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Many of Remind me what those That's the one with uh, the Shinnin and it's the one with uh, uh, where uh, the Nightmare Cafeteria uh, and it's where Willie keeps trying to save them all and it's the one where like uh, Homer Simpson keeps changing the world, keeps changing the universe that he's in. Uh, it's brilliant. It's, mm. it, it, it's so masterful. Um, nothing will touch that but I think these are still very, very funny. Did you like this one? Did you like Treehouse of Horror 6? I did. And in fact, I I don't have enough skin in the game to, uh, you know, wax on about the, the competence of, you know, hey, here's the definitive heavyweight versus others. Uh, that said, I mean, I at least of this installment, and I would have to consult my notes for next week to recall that one, but um, 
I found them very funny. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like like uh, cleverness, story to story aside, or you know, genuine like attack of the. So this one is attack of the fifty foot eyesores, nightmare on evergreen terrace, Homer cubed. Um, I mean, attack of the fifty foot eyesores conceptually is kind of like eh, okay, whatever. But sure. Um, right. But I think some of the cleverness of some of the jokes across the episode are really quite um, strong. Um, I mean, I'll, I wonder how you would want specifically to do, specifically to do this. Um, do you want to pick a kind of a that's so right from each episode and let that be kind of the? Uh, yeah, we can do that. I, I think. Or what unless we did you had last... a different, an alternate. No, 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 no. What I what I was thinking because I, I think what we did last time is uh, we picked a favorite joke and a favorite segment. I think mm. that's how we mm. did them last time, is that we just picked uh, a favorite joke and a favorite segment, and then we can reference other things that we liked in the interiors if we want to. But picking a favorite joke and picking a favorite segment, mm. I believe, was how we that's tackled tough. these last time. It okay. is, especially for this one. Okay, well then... <laughs> I'm just reading my notes. Um, all right. if Of Treehouse of Horror 6... If I had to pick a singular best joke, uh, knowing that I will throw in an honorable mention or two, but we'll sure. both do our tops and then we can, you know, honorable mention. Um, I think for me, I think right now, if you push me to it, my favorite <laughs> joke, and there's some really strong ones across here, is in Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace when, who's the nerd kid? Martin. Uh, Martin. <laughs> I know where you're going. Oh my gosh. When Martin gets taken out by, you know, <laughs> Willie Krueger and um, Principal Skinner says, uh, wheel him out and make sure the children don't see. And the sheet covering the body comes off and the kids all scream because he's all contorted and whatnot. And he says, just get it out of here. They're all screaming. Oh, no, off screen, you hear screaming, and he goes, not through the kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) Just a really great little sequence of notes that are really quite funny. Oh, my God, it is hysterical. So, you know what's really funny? So, my favorite one is a part of that same scene, Mm -hmm. Um, and then I have, like, two honorable mentions, but my favorite one is definitively like right before that brilliant like not through the kindergarten and everything but when martin actually dies when he like gags and contorts right. and twists and then just uh, 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 and then just like falls over and then there's a beat and then nelson is ha <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so funny that was oh funny. my god uh, um, but I, yeah, go ahead. What's okay, honorable well, mention? Then, then, okay. So those are the tops honorable mention for me. Um, all right. I'm worried you're going to take it. So I'm going to take it, <laughs> but honorable mention <laughs> is, is the origin of Willie Krueger. Uh, oh, just a God, hysterical yes. bit of the school board meeting where they're like, 
we we need new doorknobs and it cuts to (laughs) willie playing his bagpipes in the boiler room and the boiler ignites and uh you know sparks and sets him on fire and he goes to try to open the door and the doorknob falls off and it cuts back to the school board meeting and they all go no we don't want new doorknobs and then he says okay well we need to recharge the fire extinguisher and it cuts to willie getting the fire extinguisher and it doesn't work and they cut back and they all go no (laughs) my favorite part about that one is when he said this is a free service of the fire department yeah. and they're like no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well then then willie comes in he is utterly ablaze and he's like desperate for help and i don't know if it's wiggum or whoever's leading there maybe it's skinner he's leading the school board meeting and he's he stops him he's like hang on we're in the middle of a meeting and so he just sits down in a chair <laughs> on said, fire while they finish said, the meeting <laughs> says ben houghton has the floor right now okay he's, he's on floor, but he's like ben houghton has the floor and so willie he just sits down and waits. God, it's hysterical. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so that's hysterical. a great bit. That's a great bit. Oh, Lord. That is so funny. I appreciate you sharing that. One other thing from, from that sequence that I just think is kind of clever. It's not laugh out loud hilarious, but uh, where Willie is about to kill Martin. And he's like, you've mastered a dead tongue. Can you handle a live one? <laughs> that was disgusting. <laughs> really funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think my main honorable mention is actually in the... the um, Attack of the 50-foot eyesores is when Lard Lad like knocks on Homer's door and, he's, and he opens the door and he's like, oh, you're looking for the donut. He's like, Flanders has it. So, but the brilliance of the bit is that you hear the stomp, 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 and then you hear destruction and then there's a beat and then you hear stomp, 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 stomp. When he knocks on the door again, or is it? I told you, Flanders has it. Or Mo, go kill Mo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it is so okay. Well, I gotta throw one more out here. This is in Fifty Foot Eyesores too, and partly because I just saw the joke coming, and I loved the joke even in the fact that I saw it coming. And it's when so this little segment is all about. Uh, I don't remember what initiates it. You'll educate us, but all the giant sort of statues and sort of marketing and, you know, elements of the town come to life and start wreaking havoc. And there's a scene of chief Wiggum standing on the street while all the bedlam is happening. And he's got a deputy or something with him. And, and what turns the corner is a really, is a really tall guy. And in my head, I was like, this is about to be really funny. And chief Wiggum, he shoots him, but it's a real person. And the deputy's like, Oh, sir, that was the uh, captain of the basketball team. Yes. And then, and then Wiggum follows it up with a, Oh, well, he was he was turning into a monster, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. God, it's so uh, do you, any more honorables for you before you declare your unabashed no, love for I, one of these? No, I think I, I think they're good. This, this is really, really funny. We haven't even mentioned jokes from the from the Homer cubed thing, but it's it. This is a really funny episode. I love this episode very much. Um, all right. I'll let you go first. What is your favorite segment of these three? Remarkably, and this is maybe why I didn't say much about it, it might be Homer Cubed, uh, partly mm. because, you know, the Freddy as a concept I'm pretty familiar with. So it's 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 a clever take on it. Um, sure. I, sure. I, I find the the 50 foot eyesore is less compelling as a concept, even if it has some bits, funny bits to it. But I think there's a lot of funny lines in Homer Cubed and just I was totally unprepared for what it does visually. 
you know, going sure. from the 2D oh, yeah. into the, the 3D Tron space. Who's <laughs> Tron? Not me, not me, not me, uh, whatever it is. Uh, and then into the real world even. But, um, I love, uh, Homer's calling across dimensions and Marge says, well, where are you? And he says, I'm somewhere where I don't know where I am. <laughs> and then there's a great joke where he's he's traversing this, you know, kind of digital realm. And he's like, there's so much I don't know about astrophysics. I wish I'd read that book by that wheelchair guy. Uh, that I just found. <laughs> oh, man. Really funny. So, yeah. I would pick it's that one. super funny. I, uh, I, I thought I didn't have this as an honorable mention, but when he said, he said, I'm somewhere I don't know where I am. And she goes, do you see towels? You might be yeah, in the yeah. linen closet. <laughs> again. It, right? so I think she says you might be in the linen closet again. Yes, again. Oh, man. So, so funny. And then, well, and what's really funny there, I'm going to keep adding to it, is he says, yeah. no, it's somewhere I've never been before. And one of the sisters says, the shower? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so great. Um, I do I do love that one. I, I love each of these segments. For me, I think because it has the rare effect of actually having a couple of, like, creepy uh simpsons is never scary but sometimes can get like ooh that's a, that's a creepy little shot uh is the nightmare on evergreen terrace because when bart and uh crusty has joined his dream and then behind him the big spider you know spider willie yeah. comes out yeah. uh you know so there's just there's just a great energy behind that that i really love i also really love when lisa runs up and he's like wait if you're here you're asleep and she's like i'm not asleep i'm just resting my Oh no. It's <laughs> so great. Uh so yeah, for me it would be Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. Um but yeah, it's a it's a great episode all the way around. It's really really funny. I think it holds up remarkably well. Yeah, and it gave us a couple good laughs and that's that's, that's right. what friendship is for. Um, all right. I guess we'll go let's, see those other guys. Yeah, let's go back and see uh let's go back and see Matt and Brandon. Riri, uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Part Seven from Season Eight. Uh, Indeed, you know, Indeed. Uh, Matt and Jr. agreed to, you know, they they went out to get some popcorn, get a refresh, mm-hmm. maybe take a go to the bathroom. You they know? had to have a session of uh, Forest Haven or Frost Haven, whatever the Frost Haven. The, yeah, Frost. Yes, uh, we, you and I may be here a while. Then <laughs> it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> What's even funnier is that I'm positive I got the name wrong, <laughs> and I heard it like two minutes. That's no, Frost. Frost Haven. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it Frost? Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Now Forest um, Haven was incorrect. You are right there. Yes. Okay. Um, got it. This particular episode, and I'll let you fuck you us, is the thing and I, the Genesis Tub, and Citizen Kang. What? Tell Indeed. us a little bit about these episodes. These so, these installments. Yeah. So this is the fog coup for Treehouse of Horror Seven. Meet. Hugo Simpson, mini civilization, stupid Kang voters. Um, it's really just a, an opportunity. The first one is like the, the evil twin in the attic story right. for, for Bart. Uh, middle one is Lisa's tooth grows a little mini civilization in a tiny, like petri dish, a little dish that she's got, a little bowl. Uh, and then the third one, uh, perhaps the, <laughs> the most, I think it's the funniest, but also uh, perhaps the most alarming. 
and how little our politics has changed over the years is where Kang and Kodos decide that they are going to uh, conquer Earth by disguising themselves as the when this episode aired, uh, it was. Uh, President Clinton's re-election campaign. So he was being contested by Bob Dole. And so Kang and Kodos tried to disguise themselves as Clinton and Dole and try to take over the world. Uh, which I love successfully that do. you just, you just kind of undermined the whole idea of the fuck you by then re-explaining. Oh, by then just explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, so true. Yes. I know it was- that I just honored this uh, years old bit tradition. We do. Yes. And now I'm going to extrapolate what the bit was. Um, Indeed. Yes. A little bit of bird happily going on there. Um, <laughs> okay. Do you have a favorite joke, Reed, from oh, these three? My, I went first my last gosh. week. It's your turn. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, my God. There are so many. There's so many great jokes in the Kang and Kodos uh, election one. But I think one of my favorites is when Homer's like, man, and then I have a very prominent honorable mention. But uh, he says, don't eat me. I have a wife and kids. Slight pause. Eat them. That was great. <laughs> Just, yeah. That was hysterical. Um, I'm going to let you go so I don't steal one. But there's another one from that one that I that will have oh, a very yeah. I'm about to take it. Uh, immediately after that. Um, Homer says, <laughs> well, I guess you want to probe me. Starts unshackling his pants. Might as well get it over with. <laughs> and then they stop him. They stop. We have reached the limits of what rectal probing can teach us. <laughs> and what's so funny about so that, funny. the the sequence there, the blocking is he's kind of, if I'm remembering correctly, there's some further dialogue right after it. That's, that's not, you know, strictly comedic where he's kind of holding his pants and then kind yes. of refastens yes. them, you know, that's Oh my gosh. Bit. So, so funny. Um, another one that I, that I find is, um, really hysterical it's not quite a line it's just a bit is in the uh the thing and i where hugo simpson is uh stretching forward and and uh, uh dr hibbert is like oh you you probably never even seen yourself in a mirror and then he, he steps <laughs> that, forward to look in the yeah, mirror and then it's, that was odd it's dr <laughs> hibbert just through an empty frame he just punches it <laughs> so funny oh my god um <laughs> I think you just laughed a bunch and then said that's funny you made me laugh read like <laughs> try i'm at the oh. end of my energy um, oh my god uh oh i okay that actually didn't anticipate this to be my honorable mention mention but <laughs> i i did the thing i read i it's oh no mm, you know how we chuckle, we chortle, we, um, you know, snicker. Uh, I, I definitely laughed out loud. Like it happened. Oh boy. When Homer, when Homer accidentally ejects naked Bob Dole and Bill Clinton from the <laughs> spaceship into the cold of space. <laughs> they, they struggle for like a second and then just completely go limp. <laughs> That was a very funny visual bit. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's hysterical. Mm. Oh lord! You I, know what I, else? I, I do want to throw out here. Do you have? I've got one more. Yeah, I've got one more. I want to mention. It's free. Okay, do it. Do it. Um, 
I think it's uh, Kodos's. I forget which one is Kang and which one is Kodos in the Bob Dole Clinton of it all. But uh, when he's like, and always twirling, twirling, twirling towards freedom, I just find that whole campaign speech really funny. Anyway, yes, yeah, that yeah that that was that was that was a weird bit. Um, uh, definitely bottom of honorable mention, but it did make me uh, uh, chortle. And that is in the thing and I when um lisa is correcting hibbert and she says i believe they want to be called conjoined twins and he says and hillbillies prefer to be called sons of the soil but it ain't gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) um all right do you have a favorite read yeah i think i think for this one it is hard for me not to uh cite the king and kodos uh trying to rule the world through the election season that is for me that that sequence is just brilliant beginning to end. I think it's so hysterical. Um, (laughs) It's also like a little alarming in how many of the lines are like, yeah, that's, that's so real. Like the whole bit where he was just like, it makes no difference. Which one of you, us you vote for either way, your planet is doomed. And then uh, when he's all like, yeah, it's a two party system. And then he's like, well, I'm going to vote for a third party. And he says, throw your vote away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, it was, yes, a, that's it, was a, it was a it was a tough look. I feel like <laughs> if I, I feel like that whole you know kind of run was the Simpsons saying you've never seen yourself before, have you? And holding up an empty frame to us and then punching <laughs> us in the face, <laughs> punching us in the face. That is true. Oh, uh, that's quite true. Yeah, My I think Lord um, I think I I think I don't uh I, I don't enjoy the conceit of the thing and I enough, even though I do think there's some funny bits in it, and I do think the image of Dr. Hibbert with the paper cutter to the controlling twins is a, a truly horrifying image. <laughs> oh, um, man. And I think the Genesis stuff is pretty, uh, pretty forgettable. Um, mm-hmm. But no, so I, I'm going to vote for Citizen Kang as well. Yeah. Citizen that, Kang is so funny. Treehouse of so Horror. That's, that's Treehouse of Horror number seven. Look, this, this is, is what's fun. This, this is what's <laughs> fun about these. It's just yeah. like, ha the ha brisk. ha, joke, 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 laugh with your buddy. And we're back. <laughs> get a few laughs and then head right back to the episode. So, yep. And well, maybe, right. maybe, uh, maybe, um, Matt and JR will have at least finished their first campaign. Oh, I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Cause I, I ain't got the time. <laughs> I definitely don't have the time. Uh, all right. Well, I'll see you all out right. there, buddy. See you there. Bye bye. Read. Uh, while Nathan. Andy and Matt are sharing the trilogy rules with us, um, <laughs> let's see you and I chat some Treehouse of Horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you Why don't you kick us off? There's three little yes. little stories here. Tell us Tell us Yeah, what your fuck you is. Okay, for them, so here's Yeah, so here's my fog coup for Omega Man Fly versus Fly and uh, Easy Bake Coven. Um, fog coup is Nuclear Springfield. Bart Fly and the Switcheroo, Springfield Witch Trials. I almost made that hmm. last line the first Halloween, but that didn't sound very uh, clever. Springfield Witch Trials works. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like, I like Springfield it. Witch Trials. Um, so yeah, uh, as as is want our uh, typical pattern with these, we're going to pick a favorite line, a favorite joke, and a favorite segment. You can have 
multiple honorable mentions for the joke if you want to. <laughs> um, so you're gonna need gonna need to land somewhere on a favorite segment, but you will you can have multiple honorable mentions for the joke. Do you, uh, I'm gonna defer, and you may pick your favorite joke first from this Simpsons oh, Treehouse of Horror. Joke. Let's do favorite lines first. So I'm not gonna have runners up really for lines. Can we do that? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Uh, jokes, line, same, same difference. So, oh, yeah. Well, you yeah, just yeah. said give favorite line and then favorite jokes. Those are two different. I things, did not lackey. mean. Uh, yes, I did not mean to distinguish as if they were compartmentalized. Same mm, thing. Like, 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 mm. what your favorite thing would be? Uh, favorite. You know, there's. I think there's a, a number of funny bits in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'll I'll start with my topmost tier top, as in sequentially on my page, not necessarily. Oh. Tippy okay. top okay. Uh, favorite, okay. but I did love in in the Omega Man. Um, oh, a Gary Larson calendar. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I love it. It's on my list. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. That was great. That was great. Oh my god! And it's such a uniquely topical joke. Like, yeah. yes, it's it's like it's got this specific universality to it you like how i did that ah mm-hmm, indeed well yes and it's like what you love about it is that the fact that they said a gary larson calendar not a far side calendar. right it's it's right, right, it's right. brilliant it's got multiple layers it's it's a brilliant brilliant joke um i went back and forth a lot man i i have got honorable mentions up the wazoo but the the joke that i think rises to the tippy top for me in this although it's also kind of has some uh some some sad connotations to it if taken in a non-jokey way but when lisa in easy bake coven stands up and tries to put them at bay from shoving her mom off the cliff and says doesn't the bible say judge not lest you be judged and then chief wiggums is like the bible says a lot of things shove her <laughs> <laughs> just, Ooh. I know, he's like Ooh. the bible says a lot of things <laughs> just, yes oh man yes. i just oh it's very very funny but god there's so many oh there's so many jokes do you uh, can i prattle off an yeah. honorable mention first so do, um, do you an honorable mention then i'll go okay so one one for me this just it's so <laughs> it's so asinine but after he says i built us a bomb shelter and look at the bomb shelter as a cardboard box they commit to this exchange between homer and lisa where lisa's like that's not gonna protect us from anything and he says fine then don't use it she says i won't he says good and she says i know it's good he says so do i she says i'm happy for you he says you should be <laughs> it's just so great because it goes on, it goes on for so long <laughs> yes oh, man that was that was a funny uh commitment <laughs> um i think probably there, there's several that got you know kind of kind of warmed the cockles of my heart uh but one that i just really found quite funny is this mix of visual comedy and just sort of scripted comedy mm-hmm. and it's um you know easy bake coven has presented itself as this you know trojan horse first halloween little narrative which is just sure. cute and fun but it's it's displaying the first halloween and everyone's dressed up and homer <laughs> is in an i dream of genie costume <laughs> Uh, you know, with the bra and the, the puffy pink pants and he's throwing eggs and rocks at a house and he's like yelling for them to give him candy. And Lisa, th- so the, this whole little thing is about who's a witch, who's not a witch. Mm-hmm. It plays on these folk horror <laughs> tropes we talked about earlier this year and just that th- you feel like they've left that sort of thread behind and uh you know homer's throwing this stuff at the house yelling for candy and lisa goes dad that's our house and everyone laughs 
like at Homer, <laughs> and he just goes, "Witch, get her!" and they all chase Lisa. And that's like that's, that's like the end of it. It's so great! Oh my god, I have to give yes. some props to uh, just the the casual sincerity of somehow amidst all the killing and skin eating, we forgot the love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, maybe, and we've, oh, okay, well, we can't ignore comic book guy. Oh, it's, uh, it's the best. In the middle of Omega Man, he's just walking down. <laughs> and what's really funny, Reed, is like, as much as I would say I'm a fan of the sensibilities of The Simpsons, I really have not seen that much of them. Oh, okay. And so mm-hmm. it was just funny. Like, I know who comic book guy is, absolutely, but I just haven't seen him on screen a ton. And so it's funny seeing the scene. I'm like, damn, they really, this is like, this is like, uh, uh, Hibbert holding the frame up in your face and punching <laughs> you through it. <laughs> it's like, these are the kind of things I would say to myself, even though, you know, maybe not Aquaman, but but Aquaman, you can't marry a woman without gills. You're from two different worlds. And then the nuclear bomb is flying towards his face and the camera comes in on him and he goes, oh, I've wasted my life. It's so great. God, it's so funny. Um, it's, not, uh, it's not a joke per se. But I I think it's hysterical. He's like, now I can do all the things I wanted to do. And he's naked in a church singing war. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was very funny. It's so cr- he's like, oh, good God, y'all. Haven't we all wanted to do that? Let's be honest. So funny. <laughs> oh my God. Um, um my last one, and then yeah. we can and then you can go if you want and we can sure, take a, sure. uh, an installment. I just love I love subtle, smart comedy, smart mm-hmm. scripting, and and there's there's just this really funny bit in Fly versus Fly, which I which I actually think is one of the lesser ones here. But mm-hmm. the um, uh, <laughs> they're at the I don't know the nerds yard sale or whatever it is, and and uh, you know he sees the transporter, and and Homer goes two bucks, and it only transports matter, <laughs> uh, and then he's like, hmm, he's really like thinking about it. He goes. <laughs> I'll give you 35 cents, you know, <laughs> it's just <laughs> such a, like, I, I, I love Reed. I love the idea of sitting in like being present in writer's rooms for stuff like oh, this. It's just like, mm-hmm. man, you're just busting the gut and knowing not everything makes it, but half the fun is just finding the stuff that, you know, Good Lord. makes it or doesn't make it. Anyway, it's, it's yeah, re- just really funny stuff. Really hysterical. Um, my only sort of noted from fly versus fly that was kind of chuckle worthy is when she's Lisa's running away. He's like, help, help. He's trying to kill me. And Homer says, nobody likes a tattletale, honey. (laughs) 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 Um, Well, what would, what would be your favorite? Well, real quick, the last line that I want to give some love to. No, no, no. It's okay. The last line I want to give some love to is just Bart's little, when they're accusing witches in easy bake coven and they're like trying to find it. and And he says, she put a spell on me. Must drop pantaloons. <laughs> um, okay, so my favorite, I mean, by a mile. I mean, I, th- I think this whole episode's pretty enjoyable. I agree with you about Fly versus Fly being being somewhat weaker. Uh, but Omega Man, man, Omega Man just had me in stitches. I think this is... This is arguably one of the top tier individual segments for uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. I think it's it's hysterical for me. I love Omega Man, so that's my that's my pick. Huh. 
Uh, well, I chose Easy Bake Coven. Oh, um, I just really, I loved, I mean, part of it was just, oh, look, yay, folk horror. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, um, I, I enjoyed the turn of Marge actually being a witch, yeah. you know, cause she's, that's just very against type for that character. Sure. And then I just really found it fun and clever. The, the further turn of it becoming Halloween, you know, this is the first Halloween. It's great. Um, yeah. I, I neglected inadvertently a really funny bit from that. It's where, uh, Flanders, um, you know, kind of, I think it's, I think it's the wife, uh, the Flanders wife who, who references the witches eating children. Please don't hmm. eat our children. And one of Marge's sisters says, Hmm, eat their children. We were just going to swipe their shoes, but a good idea is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write it down, but I also love after they've decided, hmm, we can scare them into giving us treats. This is better. You know, walk away. And then right before they leave, there was like, if only we hadn't filled up on all those children before we got to the Flanders yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. All right. Yeah. Well, Riri, that's Treehouse of Horror number eight. It is. So uh, why don't we head back to uh, Woodsboro and see how uh, Matt and Andy are getting along with those you mean it's Hollywood, sir? Oh, Hollywood. It's not Woodsboro. It's Hollywood it pretending to be Woodsboro. That's true. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have some smart things to say about this Probably. when we get back. Probably. See you there. Mm-hmm. All right, Reed. So Vera and Denise are, you know, talking about their favorite stab movie. And we're going to take a minute and just, you know, chat uh, Treehouse of Horror 9 Indeed. from The Simpsons in this yeah. patron only segment. So why don't you, uh, I don't know, fuck you. Sure. Yeah, uh, I will very much. Um, okay, so the segments are titled Hell to Pay, The Terror of Tiny Town and Starship Poopers. My fog coup is Homicidal Wig. Animated violence, baby alien. Simple. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to ring the bell on you. It's actually the terror of Tiny Toon. Oh, did I say Tiny Tiny Town? I did, didn't I? I wrote down Tiny Toon and read it wrong. You're Mm, right. Yeah. Bell mm, rung. Bell received. I did. It's written down right there. Um, Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Um, So uh, we on each of these we talk through some of our favorite funny bits mm-hmm. from this trio of little stories and then pick a fave. So read your, mm. our, our Simpsons cyclopedia. Um, mm. what would you start us off with, with maybe a favorite and or your favorite joke from this trio? So this one is, this one is full of what I would consider like chuckle worthy stuff. Maybe not guffaw mm. or laugh out loud things. Um, but the one that really, <laughs> The one that really did, there's an extended sequence in one of these that I that I love a lot. But the singular funny bit is when Kang and Kodos in Starship Poopers arrive at Homer's house, and when they open the door, and Homer goes, "Oh, great, Mormons." <laughs> Just, <laughs> I don't know why well, it struck me so funny. Oh, well, you're leaving out then, the punchline. Yeah, but then they're like, we're quantum they say, Presbyterians. Yeah, so, <laughs> yes, yes. That back and forth was, oh, was very funny. Oh, my God. It's just, yes. So that's that was one of the moments that I was like, okay, that is, <laughs> that is very, very funny. Um, what would you say? I think, um, I think largely all three of these are good. Um, I... 
I think it's hard to find super standout moments, at least compared to some of the other ones we've done. Sure. Um, I think maybe in one, it's fun cameo of Freddie and Jason. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. On top of this up top. Yeah. Installment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess, I guess I found some humor in the, the visual comedy of Wiggum drinking slushy from the vat that a poo was drowned in. <laughs> Uh, it's just, it's disgusting, but it's funny. Cause then he, he's like, why are you letting me do that? Or, you know, yeah. I told you, I don't remember exactly his lines, but then he goes right back to slurping from his slushy. Um, <laughs> you know, that, that one, if I wasn't going to pick the Mormons and the Presbyterians, that would be uh, a high, Indeed. a high bar Indeed. for me. I do have, I mean, I do have a couple of, um, honorable mentions again, like chuckle worthy. I did, I did enjoy <laughs> when, uh, back in starship poopers, when, um, Kang is trying to, I, I, I think, in, inseminate her is specifically what he when he says, yeah, yeah. and when he's trying to get like frisky and fresh, he's like, "Oh, you look lovely this evening. Have you decreased in mass?" <laughs> like, and, then, yeah. <laughs> and then when he's like, "Oh, look over there," she turns away, and then when he like zaps her with the ray gun, which does it, and then he's like, "Okay, done," and she's like, "That seemed <laughs> awful quick," and he goes, "What are you implying?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that was a very funny oh, back and forth man. yeah just thought that whole exchange was pretty funny <laughs> and, yeah and then she's like trying to pacify his hurt feelings no no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god did you have well yeah i don't want to steal stuff from you how how many i have like three or four other honorable mentions that i wrote down that are just like again chuckle worthy but I'll, I'll let you i'll defer if you have a couple i mean ones. i i don't have a ton of other singular kind of lines uh, mm-hmm. like i generally do but i did i did uh, just enjoy the itchy and scratchy stuff. Yes. Just that was a yes. fun, I fun sequence there. It's interesting that you say that because what I would say, I mean, we don't go too deep on these Treehouse of Horror segments, but I think that sequence is a lot of fun. It's not like super laugh heavy, but I think that whole interior sequence is a lot of fun. Like it's enjoyable, especially if you're a fan of cartoons, uh, just in general. Like they do a lot of great sight gags and, um, and, and I, yeah, I do find that that pattern that particular installment to be you know just had a big smile on my face for much of it uh another thing that i wrote down give a little bit of love to some lines from hell to pay um where uh, man it's so random when mo sislak comes in and he's like brushing away the smoke and then just busts out with hey apu you got a breakfast cereal for people with syphilis <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, that was i thought it was a great line <laughs> like what um and then um Near the end of that segment, Chief Wiggum busts in. Homer Simpson, you're under arrest for the murder of Mo Sislak and Apu Nahasa Pesa. Uh, just Mo. Mo. <laughs> just Mo. <laughs> um, and then uh, I didn't write anything down necessarily from Terror of Tiny Toon, but um, I did write down just referencing the entire, not a joke from it, but the entire Jerry Springer bit at the end like as as somebody who watched jerry springer i was like this is clever this is funny like (laughs) when he as someone who watched jerry springer you just like buried the lead right there i did of course now i didn't watch it um news i didn't watch it like regularly but i've seen my fair share of jerry springer oh i absolutely have jerry 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 and now for my final thought uh i absolutely watched some jerry springer (laughs) back in the day Uh, oh yeah you know but I thought, 20 22 23 years on yeah, i'm still just yeah. learning crazy crazy shit about you Reed. It's, <laughs> well, and it's so funny too because like there's that one scene where um 
God, I forget now if it's if it's Kang or if it's Kodos who's the is, who's Maggie's uh, uh, paternal right. uh, it's figure. Kang. Is it Kang? So like when Kang is like ranting and he's like you know speaking the weird alien language and then in there is just thrown a your mama. <laughs> it's just <laughs> <laughs> but that whole sequence is fun. Uh, yeah, I like all that. All right, uh, Nathan, what is your favorite Braid. installment of these three? The Terror of Tiny Toon. Mm, nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I just, you know, we've done a number of these Treehouse of Horrors at this point, and this might be, it's definitely the first extended Itchy and Scratchy, uh, and maybe mm. the first Itchy and Scratchy. Um, and I just, I found, I don't know, you'll think I'm silly for it, but I love when I said they Michael Myers the cat's head, uh, which is, <laughs> they yes. he cuts the head off, pulls the brains out, shoves the light, the land, mm-hmm. uh, the candle or whatever it is into it. Yep. Just made me think of the fun we had talking about Halloween kills. Indeed. Um, Indeed. But yeah, so I would, I would pick the terror of tiny tune. I think in general, these are, these three are good, mm-hmm. uh, but none are like exceptional. Yeah. Um, they're just kind of fun. Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, breezy, light, few chuckles here and there, a few laughs along the way. My favorite sequence pound for pound is starship poopers. I think it's, I, I really love Kang and Kodos. Their recurring presence in these treehouse of horror bits is fun, but this is one of the rare moments, uh, like Citizen Kang, where they get a featured story, where they they are actually central to one of the installments, and uh, yeah, I just really enjoy that one. I, I, I enjoy their presence here. So yeah, my favorite is Starship Poopers. Hmm. Indeed, poop. You said poop. I did. Well, read <laughs> that. Done. We are next week as part of our Scream Five episode. Going to be talking about. Uh, Treehouse of Horror 10? That is correct. Treehouse of Horror 10. Which, if we keep with tradition, will be the final one in our patron segments. Even though we have more Scream episodes to do, we'll do something different along the way. But we usually... Oh. Yeah, we usually cover five of these and also cut it off. Also news to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. Well, there's that. There's that. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see you now back in Woodsboro. Riri. Nene. Here we are. Hey. We're at our we're at our last Treehouse of Horror for this series. It's nuts. Um absolutely. Huh? It's nuts. It's insane. It's crazy. That's an bananas. Insane. I mean okay. You know, I'll go with it. <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> nuts, tree nuts, bananas, insane. All the trees. Well, I could say it's apples. Yeah. I feel like there's a joke there that I'm just not getting. <laughs> it's not just apple trees and just, you know, oh, I mean, bananas are yeah. on trees too, but yeah. So, but and the yeah. acorn doesn't fall far from the tree house of horror. Hey, I like that. So we got three, one, three of them today. Uh, Indeed. we have, I know what you diddly diddly did <laughs> desperately seeking Xena and mm-hmm. life's a glitch. And then you die. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, okay, so you want me to hit up with the fog coup for these guys? Yeah. Um, all right, here it is uh, for what each of those three things are. It is Flanders is roadkill. Lucy Lawless saves the day. Y2AOK. Ah, that's my- that's <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, yeah, well, as we are prone to do, we'll pick some favorite bits and then pick a favorite segment. Do you have 
whether it's a joke, a sight gag, a line, a whatever, something that you would say stood out to you as like your favorite from this episode. Um, I thought all of them were pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Um, more or less. Um, here's what I'll say about this episode. I, I apologize because I invited you to say something and then cut you off. Here's what I'll say about this episode. Uh, hopefully, this will resonate. But your what you just said prompted me. There are some tree houses of horror where I'd give like of the three segments, I'd maybe give one five stars and give another one three or another one four or whatever. I feel like each of these don't quite reach five star level for me, but they they kind of reach like four and a half for me. Like they're all really really good. Uh, maybe even edging towards great, but it's like something's holding me back from saying like they're all great, you know. But uh, anyway, so yes, now feel the freedom to finish your sentence that I rudely interrupted you on. Well, I think I'll start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, with the Kang and Kodos bit when they're introduced as the hosts <laughs> and they say, if you haven't been probed by these two, you haven't been probed. <laughs> 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 I love that part of that bit. This is not my choice, but I love that part of that bit where it keeps cutting back to the audience as it's laughing, but the audience is clearly not enjoying what they're doing. <laughs> It's so funny. Um, I mean, I, I I thought that was funny. And same same little segment. I love the couch bit where all the Simpson family are yes. various iterations of their treehouse mutations. Yes. Uh, that, was, that was fun. Yep. I enjoyed um, that. Last one I'll throw out here, and then you can have a go at it, is, uh, and I, I guess ostensibly I'm just kind of walking through the, the episode here, but <laughs> I love it. It's Marge driving and she's like, I better pull over and play it safe. And that's when she hits. <laughs> that whole, God, I love that, that whole thing. Um, if I'm going to cite, if I'm going to cite a line, I, I knew there was one, like I, I rewound the episode so that I could write it down. It's towards the end of, I know what you diddly Italy did. And they're trying to escape from Flanders. And, all of a sudden, Homer leans over and Homer's like giving dictation for where they need to go and where they need to hide. And he's like, okay, Marge, you hide in the abandoned amusement park, Lisa, the pet cemetery, Bark, spooky roller disco, and I'll go skinny dipping in that lake where the sexy teens were killed a year ago tonight. <laughs> that was a very funny bit, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you named a couple. I'll mention I'll mention one or two more. Sure. Um, God, <laughs> it's so stupid but when <laughs> when he's in life's a glitch and then you die this just gets huge points for random stupidity it's when he's going up to the they're going up to the line for the rocket that's gonna save them and then he's like what's your name or who are you and he's like oh uh i'm that piano genius from the movie shine and he's like what's your name and homer's like uh shiny mcshine <laughs> it's just so stupid. It's a shiny McShine. Well, oh you God. mentioned uh Life's a Glitch. That one had a couple of funny moments when um you know, they stumble on the rocket that's taken everybody to Mars or taken, you know, specially chosen's <laughs> to Mars. And uh the whoever the I can't remember if it's a if it's a specific character who's, you know, kind of moderating their facilitating their getting on it or not. And they say, Lisa, you can only take one parent. Mom, 
<laughs> She's like, Mom. <laughs> she doesn't miss a beat. So both of them are parent gags. The next one that I thought was so funny is, uh, you know, Bart and Homer walking away. Oh, Bart, this is it. We've both had long, full lives. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 As he looks at his 10-year-old son. <laughs> or however old he's supposed to be. I also loved Red as soon as she makes the choice to just like get on with, with um Marge. Then he says, Farewell, Lisa. Remember me as I am. Filled with murderous rage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um I think the uh I think the middle section is a lot of fun with the call outs of the the Desperately zeking Xena, uh, the, with all the call outs to like Batman and everything. I love the, <laughs> I love the song though, where it's like, he's a limber lad, she's a powerful lass, he'll wring your neck and she'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that so one, cute. that one was just kind of fun. I, yeah. I didn't find it like hyper, you know, intriguing. It was more just like, oh, this is a fun little romp. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, do, to your knowledge, do they ever iterate? you know, um, stretch dude and clever girl again. Is that ever? Not to my knowledge. Uh, if yeah. Simpsons has now had like over 730 episodes. So, but to my knowledge, the only thing that they would have ever done with stretch girl or, uh, stretch boy and clobber girl is maybe there's a random in another Treehouse of horror or something. Maybe there's like an sure. image of them on a comic book or something like that. It wouldn't surprise me if they've put that like as a sight gag, but Fairly confident in saying they have not revisited them as characters with like further adventures. I think that's pretty much it for them. Um, you reference, um, I, I'm assuming, and and what, like I've said before, my Simpsons catalog knowledge is relatively shallow, but I do know its sensibilities. And so I'm assuming stuff like this is pretty um, par for the course for the show. You referenced previously how the show goes in on Homer and Lisa's kind of bickering at times you know Mm -hmm. her 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 intellect butting up against her father's (laughs) lack thereof i know where you're going now (laughs) and and life's a a glitch um you know i can't remember what precedes it but the line is homer says wonder or blunders and she goes that was implied dad (laughs) implied or implode. This <laughs> <laughs> is really stupid bit of back and forth scripting between the two of them. And I think she looks back and it's just like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, it's another, my God, so random it's stupid, but <laughs> when they're driving in the very beginning, <laughs> they have to, I forget what they forgot. But they forgot something. They had to go back, and he was like, "But then we 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 would get our uh, we get our sugar crisps." The part I remember it of. I, oh, I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't write this part down, but I just he pulls out a bowl of sugar crisp cereal. But then the <laughs> the part I really loved is that he then starts singing the jingle. Can't yeah. get enough of that sugar crisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> so funny. Well, in that, I, I thought this is where you were going. Um, you know, they've just taking out flanders and i can't remember if marge is still driving or if he's taken over and he says oh we just got away with murder i've never liked that little wiener millhouse right his millhouse is driving <laughs> past like on his starts, little tricycle starts <laughs> yeah steer- he starts to steer into it oh, God. when they when they get to the door and when they get to the door it says i know what you did 
And then it <laughs> it pans around to all these random townspeople who are apparently right outside their house, looking yeah. at them very knowingly and menacingly. But then it gets to Homer, and Homer's like pointing right right at her, right at Marge, <laughs> right at yeah, Marge. Yeah. Oh man! I oh, love and, it. and and uh, at Flanders' funeral, when uh, some words from his best friend, and he's like incriminating them left and right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what I'm trying to say is, we're all still looking for the real killers. <laughs> he's like winking at her and (laughs) she's like stop winking um oh man okay there's so so many funny things um why don't we do this what's your what's your favorite segment of these this is actually a tough choice for me but what's yours um i like them all if i'm honest i think for me um (laughs) that i think uh i know what you diddly did uh has some good scripting but it ultimately becomes kind of a one one joke mm-hmm. you know like like the payoff is like oh okay yeah, you know right right oh, he, he wasn't dead at all he was a werewolf sure um so i think i think for me life's a glitch is probably the mm-hmm. the strongest of the three even though i think all of them have strengths and i think the middle you know comic book adventure nature of that one's fun yes uh, but you know, I, I, for me, life's a glitch has the most the most um, humorous setup mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that still is in that kind of macabre vein yes. of, you know, Homer accidentally destroys <laughs> civilization kind of thing. That's <laughs> so great. Um, I I have to agree with you that um, life's a glitch is is the one of the funniest. Like it's just the the joke density is really strong. It's just really really well scripted, well written. Uh, so yeah, I would, I would have to agree that life's a glitch is probably the funniest one. I'm going to pick, I know what you did, Italy did, even though I agree with your assessment of it, because as you'll find as a pattern in these, I'm a sucker for when the interior segment also has like creep vibes to it, like where there's it's really kind of dark and loved some of the shots. Like I love the shot before the lights turn on and their whole house has been written on that they're like sitting in the dark, just the glow of the TV screen. I'm like, these are great. You know, uh, I, I just really appreciate when it's able to keep the comedy coming at the same time, be kind of like really have that. Oh, sure. we're a horror movie flavor. Um, so yeah. So for that reason, I would give it, I know what you did. Italy did. So yeah. Well, well there it is. There right? it is. There it is. We're going to climb out of the treehouse and back on solid ground and mm-hmm. climb back up in about a year, I guess. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I, this is something I now look forward to every year. It's like, Oh, a new batch of, Treehouse of Horror episodes that I've probably seen, you know, a couple times each, but just love revisiting them. Well, it's funny you say that because on Disney Plus, where I watch these, and mm-hmm. I imagine if anyone's following along at home is where anyone else does too, um, they're, I don't know if it's the most recent version or the most recent season that updated, but they highlighted a treehouse and it's like anime style. Yeah, and, that one's um, cool. It's like a Death Note ripoff. And and my impulse is to be like, oh, look, I will We'll get to that in 10 years, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's going to be so long. It's literally, that one's literally like six years away, (laughs) but okay. Wow. So, uh, all right. Well, speaking of what's real close, let's head back to Woodsboro. Sounds good. All right. Bye. (laughs) 
The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, but not the end of the conversation. And you can continue the conversation in a variety of ways. Start by visiting thefearofgodpodcast.com for links to our social media and episode archive, essays, merchandise, and more. If you love what we do, consider becoming a patron by visiting patreon.com slash the fear of God podcast, where you will unlock exclusive bonus episodes, extended standard episodes, online events, and so much more. Special thanks to Jacob Hunt of tracermatula.com for our artwork. Our assortment of talented musicians, Andrew Nelson, the Island family, and Jackson Harper for our varied show tunes. And to Lee Wright and Reed Lackey for our theme music. Special thank you also to Tyler Smith at MoreThanOneLesson.com. Lastly, be sure to subscribe to us on your podcast platform of choice. And if you listen to us through Apple Podcasts, we would greatly appreciate a rating and a review. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hi, everybody.